0: How's it going, everybody? We are live, and we are coming into week nine for uh, Fantasy coming, Football Theories. Coming down to it. Get more
1: less. The, more. Getting into the uh, heavy bye weeks
0: <laughs> Byepocalypse apocalypse for a lot of people. How's everybody doing? Don't forget that we're on the YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch, Fantasy Football Theories or Cloud Adjuster, depending on what channel you guys decide to go visit. Um... What an interesting last week, huh? High score. Last week
1: was insane. The there was so many different things, so many different crazy things that happened. Uh, the end of the the Panthers and Falcons game, I think, it was like it's going to be hard to top that game. Oh. For like that was um, that was so bizarre. Just all <laughs> the things that happened in that game. From like like so, Carolina turns the ball over with about with about two minutes to play. Atlanta just kind of looks like they're running out the clock. The, the announcers are talking about next week, you know? Yeah. And they kick their field goal ho-hum, you know? Yep. They're up 34-28. Then somehow, you know, on that – and it's – when it was described to me in um, hi- highlights and stuff like that, you know, you don't really uh, – without actually seeing it, you don't actually just appreciate the play. But it was like it was a busted play, you know? Mm-hmm. Um PJ Walker just heaves the ball towards the end zone and somehow DJ Moore comes down. What a great it. throw. I mean It was a great, great throw, throw. It was a great catch, catch. Bad defense.
2: Bad celebration. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and <laughs> then that. So to yeah, you push the the PAT from 32 to 47 and he misses the PAT right. to send him to overtime.
2: And misses it badly. And
1: then overtime, huh?
2: Misses it badly, so I mean he might have missed that from you know closer up. Maybe <laughs> may, maybe that wasn't in his head. He missed who it. Well, knows, he missed a but, close
1: field goal, and then in overtime. Then absolutely. So, yeah. So um, I'm not sure who feels worse this week, if it's DJ Moore or if it's uh, oh, I, it's DJ Moore. I don't know, man. Because he's the star of the team. Well, the, the kicker still should have got the job done.
2: Well, he's losing a job, but that's what I'm but saying. DJ Moore lost pride, man. <laughs> I don't know. He's fine. I'm sure he's fine. Like, uh, it's a stupid rule. I, I totally agree with it's that. It's a stupid that, that rule. And you
1: know what? Rule. And I heard people talking about it. Like um, there was – I can't remember. I think it was – actually, its it was your boy Harris I think I was listening to. It was talking about it. Really? Uh, not, No, no, no. Chris Harris, the podcaster. Oh. <laughs> okay, okay. And was um, making fun of um, the people who, who think that it's a stupid rule kind of um, – because it's kind of like, oh, he was off the field. Gotcha, you know, type type of thing. Take the helmet off, and it's like, yeah. Well, the idea is that they need to wear the helmets during the play so that they don't get hurt. So penalizing a player for having taken his helmet off after a play is over is just—it's not in, within the spirit of the rule. Like, because the idea is that you like—they didn't want any more plays like that, you know, that glorious Jason Witten play from back in the day from Sunday Night Football, where he like. Uh, he lost his helmet and rumbled on for, like, another 40 yards, you know? But like,
2: yeah, but that's why they made the rule that as soon as the helmet comes off, the I play I know, ended. But, but what I'm saying but is, now, like,
1: but all of that, it, that all ties in together. The idea is you don't, you're not in the field to play without your helmet on because it's unsafe. All right. He wasn't in, like, he was out of the back of the end zone. He was celebrating a touchdown. The play was over. I don't understand yeah. why why you need to penalize the player there. But that being said, kicker still should have got the job done. Because it's, it's a team game,
2: man, and you don't need to bring. <laughs> he celebrated with his You teammates. don't need to bring attention to yourself, okay? This, yeah, you celebrate what with what teammates. and that's
1: really what it is. Put the helmet back on, boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's dumb. It's
2: it's dumb, is what it is. But um, it, and it's one of those things that will change with time. It's it's, un, yeah. it's one of the you know uh, this is a league run by a bunch of old men. Uh, old billionaires. Um, uh, but that's you gotta um, keep that in mind.
1: Increasing though increasingly that's that's ending. And I, I had some thoughts on that too because the the commanders are up for sale now. I don't know if mm-hmm. you if you saw that. I did. I did. And um it's uh very likely that they're gonna be purchased by an ownership group, which is more more the norm now. So rather than just having, you know, a, a a monarch family kind of running this these NFL teams like you have in like Kansas City and you have in New York, you know, and, mm. or, or you have in Las Vegas with, the, you know, with Davis. And it's like and that guy definitely doesn't belong owning an NFL franchise. Right. You know, um, you're going to have more of a an executive board situation, mm. which to me makes a lot more sense.
2: Well, and now that now that football has moved to be you know the multi billion dollar operation that it is, that mm-hmm. every team is worth more than a billion dollars. Yeah, I mean maybe that we've we've grown to the to a different point.
1: Mm-hmm. I, yeah, um, that's what I'm thinking.
2: Yeah, and um, and and, and you yeah, know, so as these old you know white billionaires die off, then maybe we'll start getting that. Or as they start to, as they keep, you know, harassing their employees and <laughs> doing stupid things, that will slowly get them out one way or another.
1: <clears throat> so, uh, should we uh, mosey on into our Homer minute for? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. A
2: we probably should have uh, got that going already. <clears throat> uh, Do you want to grab me a beer? The Cowboy
1: yeah. game was fun last week. Did not expect that. That game. Uh, just smashed the over like oh hey, my yeah, goodness it was a combined 78 points
0: i didn't think Dak was just going to come back and be that effective I,
1: well he's really good
0: well, yeah i know it, but it took still two I, weeks. I felt like he was going to like <laughs> have a okay. warm up game or something you know what well it, the warm up game was he last completed week 80, he wasn't great that the he week he
1: completed before. 80% of his passes last week
2: the week before you mean
1: the week before his first week back
2: then why did he look so bad, and how come the offense didn't move? <laughs>
1: <laughs> because they they were conservative. Okay, they were they were right. they were very because Dak was just coming back. It, yeah, but no, I, so they, they weren't. They were much less conservative in this game, and you see you saw the results. You know, they nope. opened the game with three straight touchdowns. It was it was beautiful, but uh, just every single week, Micah Parsons w- wasn't it all just Tony Pollard though? Uh, <laughs> no, no, absolutely not. I don't I'm know, just trying to rile you at this point. Why but. is that? How is that going like, to? How are you going to rile me by suggesting that I have two awesome running backs on my team? How is that going to? No, rile I'm suggesting
2: me? that you have one awesome running back and he can't get the ball because <laughs> the he mediocre gets, so, running backs in okay, front of him. <laughs> here's okay
1: um, about that. Mm-hmm. Tony Pollard can't handle the ball any more times than he's being asked to handle it already. He I can't. Know. He's yep. just not built to do it. Yeah, he's a twelve touch a game guy. Like, they talked to him after the game. I heard that, and he was exhausted. He only carried the ball fourteen times. Mm-hmm. He's just not the same athlete that Zeke is. He's so fast. Well, the same he has size. You no, know? but yeah. he's he's not the same athlete. They're not. They're they, he doesn't have the same endurance. E- Ezekiel Elliott is a sprinter. Like he's a he's not just a world class football player. He's also a world class hurdler. Zeke is yes, his he come Ezekiel Elliott. <laughs> Ezekiel Elliott, yes, in col- in college was also uh, a track See, star. If you
2: would have told me that of Tony Pollard, I'd be like, yep, uh huh, uh huh. No, Ezekiel <laughs> Elliott. Zeke, yeah, like, straight
1: come. line speed. Uh, straight line speed, Ezekiel Elliott is still very very fast. He is um, still but, very fast. Or? Yes, he's still very fast. He's still very fast.
2: It's just still it, is in this year.
1: Yep. He's still very All fast. Right.
2: All right, we'll see. We'll see. Um, well, I mean, but you, you of course, you tried to, to, to trade Zeke but, away this week, but too. Tony, so, I mean, but you Tony, but Tony Pollard have too much confidence.
1: Um. Uh, but Tony Pollard. Uh, I mean, you, you want to talk about like one particular league where I also happened to like have Debo Samuel on by, and uh, Jamar Chase got hurt, and uh, I had Justin Herbert on by as well. So, like. I have Debo now Debo wasn't on by Debo was hurt Debo missed Debo missed the game Zeke missed the game Jamar chase missed the game and Herbert was on by so I was in a little bit of a situation
2: (laughs) willing to trade away the house I got
1: (laughs) willing to trade away something like and that was the least that was like the most I was willing to trade so like you look at those other pieces like if you're going to move one piece which piece are you moving you're probably trying to move Zeke not not Debo or Chase or or Herbert but anyway As we get away from a digression again, Um, yeah, Tony Pollard, just he's not going to ever carry the ball that many times. It's not it's just not going to happen. Like you can dream about what it might look like if he was able to get 25 carries and five catches a game. But what it would look like is, you know, him getting carded off in game two. Because
2: <laughs> yeah, and, and I kind of threw that out there for you. I mean, it was uh, a little bit of red meat for you. So but, I don't really worry but, about it. I, but that needs to be thrown out yeah. there. That needs to be said. You know, people need to make sure that you know they know that that when that that's what people it, that should Pollard understand. is a that. twelve pa- touch he's a game. He's so guy.
1: talented. He is, yes, he's so talented. He just he just doesn't. He, he's not built to carry the load. Yeah, but he's very. He's really really fast. He's but I ele- will say fast.
2: Like I think a lot of games before he might he may have only been getting eight touches, and mm-hmm. now he's definitely going to get that full twelve. Like they're going to want to make sure they give him his twelve to fourteen. It's been a
1: really game. actually it's been a more even split this year than any other year. But um, I'm saying after like, this last week they both Ezekiel a Elliott bit? and Tony Pollard both see more than fifty percent of the snaps, and that was while that was before the injury. Um, I didn't actually look at Pollard's snap percentage uh-huh. from this last game, but I would be willing to bet. That it wasn't actually dramatically different from his norm. Oh, okay. He just
2: performed dramatically well. He got the ball a little bit more too, but he didn't. But like yeah, he, he just had he great sc-
1: f- No, he got so the th- the difference in this game was the three touchdowns. He scored three touchdowns, and yep, that was because he didn't get replaced by Zeke inside well, the, the twenty. One was a long one. One was a long one. Okay, and that is the one where he can do that one on any given week, right? But the other two on on most weeks he normally doesn't get. Yes. Yeah.
2: All right. Well, um, so move on to buying or? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you guys. Honestly, my, my homer minutes, uh, you know, pretty short right now. Um, Steelers are my team if you're a new listener. Uh, real, uh, I'm sorry. See my hat. Real uh, quick
1: 50, uh-huh. 53% of the snaps last week for Tony Pollard. Uh, okay. Down um, 12% from the Detroit game.
2: Because he's getting the ball more. Than Zeke more played. Zeke,
1: yeah. yeah, Zeke played that game, uh, the Detroit game, and then uh, the. The Chicago game was all Pollards. He played 53% of the snaps. Nice. So, um,
2: yeah. Um, Steelers made a trade this week for a cornerback. Um, he's um, more of an ancillary piece. He's, you know, not a superstar, but he's he's going to be good in in our defense. Um, other than that, I mean, that, you know, that was the, our, our, our uh, You're not going to talk about the other Our team? quarterback is still, uh, you're gonna still talk, learning. So uh, you're going to talk
1: about the, the cornerback that you traded a 7th round draft pick for uh-huh. and you're not going to bring up Claypool.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, honestly, dude, Claypool has been gone in my head for so long. Like we I knew we were going to trade him. Everybody knew we were going to trade him. Uh you could see in some of the ga- in, in some of the games that we were actually showcasing him. You know, like purposely just manufacturing touches for Claypool and I'm sitting there like, "Why are we doing that?" Oh, yeah, cuz we're we're shopping him. And and so the fact that we uh, shopped and actually got a second and what's likely to be a high second round pick feels uh, pretty darn good. Yeah, um,
1: yeah. So, um, I li- so I like Claypool, you know, um, and getting a second round pick for him or giving up a second round pick for him doesn't seem terrible to me until you put it in the, in the context that in the same day they traded Roquan Smith away for a second round pick. So and a conditional fifth round pick like next the the right. following year. So you're telling me like you're trade, you trade you traded Roquan Smith straight up for Chase Claypool. Yeah, in a way. You're huh? fired. Yeah. <laughs> you, a- like you you're fired. Absolutely. You are fired. Like seriously fired. Like, I'm
2: I'm glad Chicago's around man. They like, make so many I bad just, trades. Like and I
1: <laughs> all I could think of is like when they hired the general that general manager guy. Mhm. And like and he made that stupid statement that for that, that stupid bold statement you know to
0: oh, like, what is what was
1: it we're gonna like taking back the north or something like that <laughs> okay and like yeah you you're doing it man taking back the north for the <laughs> afc uh, <laughs> like, giving, it's funny He's, like,
2: he has to say that but you know
1: come on that is the worst move like uh, like giving up is seriously if you had if all they had done was give up a second round for Claypool that day good day for the Bears but, okay, day for the Bears. Oh no, it's no, it's not. It's, it's a good day for the Bears. It's, I I I think that Claypool is not ever going to be like he's never going to be your All-Pro wide receiver, right? But I like him better than Gabe Davis.
2: But look, we got uh, Pickens in the second round. I'm just year. I and know going to be way better. I understand that, uh, but
1: that's for you. You have that, right? You have Pickens. You have Friar Muth. You have Najee Harris. You have Deontay Johnson. Like. You didn't need him, but look at what the Bears had. Like he right. instantly becomes questionably their number one. Like they've got it's him number and Darnell Mooney. Mooney. Well, yeah, it's him and Mooney. But it's I him. Would... Okay. Well, oh, it's him and Mooney. Like you say that. Like, but, but who's I mean, Darnell I think, Mooney? I,
2: I guess I don't. I don't. I I thought Mooney was a little more talented. I than
1: I, I like Darnell Mooney, but I but Chase Claypool is like. They were calling him Mapletron when he came out. Like he's yeah, he is he's a monster he had that, of an that athlete. Six game he's stretch. It's not about the six game stretch. It's about the measurables. It's it's because of how. But like, he's not it's how, up to it, and that's why we got we. And DeMond, maybe he man. was. And, and you never know. Maybe it was a bad situation.
2: Could be, could be. But Tomlin also has a, a reputation of of getting the most out of his players. So. Okay, but yeah. he's
1: also an old school guy now. At this point, uh, well, at this point, okay. at this point in his <laughs> like, yeah. he's an old school guy now. And like when, a lot of times when he says things in the media, like while mostly I agree with it, there is a, a certain tone that comes off of him that is slightly out of touch. And mm-hmm. like he, because he just and recent in recent years, the Steelers haven't helped, done a good job of holding on to their stars.
2: Um, well, honestly, we, we've had stars that have, you know, I mean, if you, we're talking Le'Veon Bell, you're talking, uh, you know, uh, Brown, um, Antonio Brown, like,
1: I wasn't, those weren't even like the particular ones I was talking about, but that's how your offensive line fell apart. uh, Oh, okay. Was, was free agency. They like, they left via free agency, you know, rather than staying in Pittsburgh, which is typically what happened. You've lost defensive stars. Um, like people who've gone, who are still in their 20s that are playing for other teams now, which is just not typical of the Steelers. So yeah, like, um, it's usually a
2: fit thing, though, for us.
1: Like, you guys are really good at draft. Like, you guys draft the guys, then they become stars in your system. Right. Then they stay. That, that has been a. Stay like, on
2: defense, leave on offense. It's yeah. been that
1: way for a long time. You guys have had defensive players come and just be a part of the team for a long, long time. Um, and it's it hasn't been that way recently, and I'm just kind of like you know this is just stuff that I, I've kind of seen, and all I'm saying here when I say that stuff is that I like absolutely I would take another uh, like a second round pick, like I would I would have rather taken Chase Claypool, <clears throat> like what he is right now because he's he is younger than their rookie, Valus right. Jones, which is hilarious. Okay. Yeah. So I would absolutely ch- take another chance on Chase Claypool before I would have taken any of those rookie wide receivers this year.
2: Hmm. Well, uh, we have different uh, visions of uh, Claypool. And like I say I've, I've seen so a you, bit of him. And I'm you'd gonna... rather,
1: so you're saying you'd rather have Drake London?
2: Than Claypool? Yes. Okay. Yes, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> like, I, without I, hesitation, what, But based on what, though? Um, you know, and, and a lot of the, that is uh, promise, uh, draft capital, what, um, th- what everybody has been saying about him and this draft class. So, I mean, mm-hmm. a lot of that is, you know, speculation. Um, I, I, did like what I saw from him in the beginning of the year while they were still throwing the ball a little bit and then they stopped throwing the ball. So who knows? I just,
1: I kind of, I just kind of feel like Claypool hasn't had a real like chance to show off. What he can do because, like, look at like See, the three. I feel like he has had. Look that at the three years that, but look at the three years that he's been in in Pittsburgh. You know, he had two noodle arm uh, Big Ben years, and then Mitch Trubisky, the the Mitch Trubisky project. So it's not like he's, it's not like he had Brady. You know, and like him and Brady didn't get along, and and he didn't do well. He just like and he he did flash. He scored a bunch of touchdowns in his first in his first, first year six, yeah, and you can tell years. that like you can still tell like when he has the ball in his hands he's dangerous. He is a dangerous football player with the ball in his hands. He's a weapon around the goal line.
2: Oh, I don't know about I, around the goal line. Anyway, we, we need to move on yeah, to to uh, anyway, Ray's homer minute here. We're, we're we, we
1: could, but like, does he really want to get to it? <laughs> hey, you got to take it the good with the bad, man. Who's yeah, house? Right? So, <laughs>
0: I mean, again, uh, we're seeing that the Rams are struggling with beating the Niners in the regular season. Not getting any easier with that CMC fella. You, you know what? And if this was a Niner like minute. um I would uh, I would have a lot to say about that, <clears throat> but what I will say is that Niners team is a totally different team with that guy on that on that team. That their team is t- totally different now. They're, the energy is um, different. Yes. They they look they just look like a more confident team. But getting back to the Rams, um, <clears throat> when I saw Cup go down, I was kind of in a way like I hope he gets sat for a week. I'd like to I would like McVay to force himself to learn how to spread the ball a little bit or if it's not him if it's Stafford at the line choosing to just only throw to cup uh, uh, which I think he's like 30% of the offense up to this point from last season to this <laughs> season and that's the highest in the NFL to be like putting that all on one person like that mm-hmm. um not it's just not good no but, but the defense goes cup. And oh it's going to cut and he got hurt cut oh it's going to cut you know what i mean like and he got hurt he at the end, end of the,
1: and he got hurt at the end of the game at a point where he probably shouldn't have been in the game, yeah. And it's, and it's like that's that's what's going to happen. You keep
0: leaning on one person, and they're going to get hurt. You make them a target to yes. get hurt too. So, mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, which I don't think that's the direction they're going to go. I think they're going to play cup. Um, it looked so. like uh, Allen Robinson was getting more involved. He's getting more involved. <clears throat> Skoranek didn't get as involved as I thought he would that game, and it's really I think just comes down to. Where's the confidence at and spreading the ball out or around to other players, um, so I mean that's really all I got to say. Uh, if they don't win this week, then I'm pretty sure we're out of playoff contention. It's it's you know, the so. it's the
1: ultimate cornered animal game. I don't it like so awesome three and five. Oh, yeah, I don't. Well, like, we'll get to
0: that a little bit later. But I don't, yeah, I I love it. I love I, the matchup. We're going into. Needing help, we're we're needing. I know. I figured you wore it just to bother bother me, but um, we're going. We're we're now entering the point where we need help to get into the playoffs. Right? We need the people to beat the Niners. We need people to beat the Seahawks. Well, the the
1: real problem is the NFC East for everybody else because the NFC East like their their schedule is so easy that all the teams have such great records.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So, you have
1: uh, an eight and no team and two six and two
0: teams, right? In one division. So, That's catching just, a wild card, even catching a wild card now, like, um, Seahawks are, are more likely to catch a wild card than we are, or the Niners. One of them's going to win, and one's going to catch the wild card. I feel like unless the Seahawks we get some help, stumble, but yeah, and, and hopefully they do.
1: I don't, I, I don't feel that
0: way. I don't yeah, think so either. Actually, I think Geno matured enough, I feel and it his, really good. <laughs> Like it's crazy,
1: huh? It's, okay, the last the last <laughs> two weeks have really made a believer out of me in in the Seahawks. Like they're like they smashed. Like the maybe Chargers maybe it was Russ.
0: Maybe it, it was Russ and not Pete Carroll. Yeah, back, yeah.
1: It's crazy. And I and watching that that Broncos Jaguars game, Russ sucks, dude. <laughs> Russ just sucks. Like and Gino doesn't. Gino looks good. Gino like he looks like he is able to put the ball wherever he wants to put the ball and,
2: and so he can Pete, run. He, so you think <laughs> Pete Carroll and, and you know, the, that was the fucking, the Seahawks organization. Okay. You want to know what I really think over the hill guy, what I
1: really think is that like right now in greatest trades in NFL history, um, I think the Herschel Walker trade between mm-hmm. the, the Vikings and the Cowboys is probably the greatest, like one sided trade in history. Mm hmm. This one's gonna be up there. It could be. The, it could be. As time goes on, this one's gonna be up there. I think. Like Russ looks bad. He just he just looks bad. Like they they what they thought they were getting was <laughs> the
0: what they thought the, they were was getting. the mm-hmm. was the maestro. Hey, you know well, we like all they, thought they,
1: they were they, getting. I I was on the fence. I, I, okay. Well I, I say was on, I say that. I was all, on the fence. I mean like, like I have a general fan. I have, I have, I have very like football to, community. to be honest yeah. with you. I have very few Broncos. I have Russell Wilson in zero leagues. I drafted him nowhere. Um I have Cortland Sutton in like one league. I have Judy in a couple. And I like Judy. Judy looks good. Judy was like the only thing that looked good for the Broncos. Actually, sadly, Latavius Murray. Latavius Murray looks healthy. He looks like he looks so
3: ridiculous.
2: He looks good. He's so ridiculous. He
1: made a couple cuts in traffic. I was like I didn't know he could do that even when he was like 26 I
2: didn't You know what that made me think when I saw those when I when I saw those runs Oh, my God. Melvin Gordon is completely washed. Oh, yeah.
1: Because <laughs> he looks better than Melvin Gordon. Oh, he looks a yeah. ton better yes. than Melvin Gordon. He's I'm like, just like,
2: oh, God. He's bigger,
1: faster, shiftier. I like, had a
2: complete different idea of Gordon. I thought he was pretty good still. Like, I do not think I that told you Gordon. Murray was the guy. Oh, though. my God.
1: you remember, I, I, I told you if there was one guy to have, it was going to be Murray. But that's
2: like it's Latavius Murray. He's I know, around, but around I'm telling we know, what I know he is and what he can do. But the thing
1: like, is, I'm thinking he's been unhealthy. It's gross. I'm thinking he's been unhealthy because he looks I like guess. a different player right now. He like he just looks different. Like he looks or like maybe I, he's just competent, or he's <laughs> or he's got you know some uh, some new steroids. <laughs> <laughs> the <laughs> undetectable, good stuff. Some undetectable steroids or something. But he he looks different. Yeah. Like, but um, yeah. Uh, Russ is just. He's inaccurate, um, is the biggest thing. But uh, yeah, Denver thought that they were getting a maestro. They thought they had this you no. know giant beautiful orchestra built, and all they needed was the guy to come in and and drive them there. And now it's like you're looking at it, looking at what their offense is doing, and it's like they look like they need to do some building, and that's not what that's not what you trade three first round draft exactly. picks for.
2: No. Uh, just just to give the other side of the argument, did you hear uh, Richard Sherman this week?
1: <laughs> Richard Sherman does not like Russell Wilson. And but I,
2: but did you hear? Like no, like what did the, he say? the quote that I'm that I that I was looking at was was him saying that look, uh, they tried to to fit Russ into this system, basically trying to put a square peg in a round hole, Oops. and he's never been in that system before, and you know what I mean. It's going to take him time to get used to it, mm-hmm. and this and that. I think Russ is going to be fine. And so I I just like that coming from Richard Even Sherman if he, just fine. meant a,
1: a little bit to me. Sure, just but, like okay, okay. Sure. Maybe. Okay. Russ is gonna be fine is okay, so next year. But that's not what like that's not the kind of that is not the kind of situation you give up that kind of capital. Oh, that's for. not what they paid. For. Like w- what they thought mm-hmm. that they were getting, and now Peyton Manning's one of a kind. Mm-hmm. But Tom Brady did it too. Mm-hmm. And now and Tom Brady's the goat. So but Matthew Stafford did it too. Yep. <laughs> he, you so, know? Yep. Okay. So and the Rams did not pay what they um they paid a lot. They did not any no, the Rams didn't pay anywhere close. For Stafford? I thought they, they gave,
2: I, I don't remember. Was, I don't remember was, the, I remember the
1: either, details. I think that it trade. was a first round draft pick and golf. Oh, well. Yeah, I, I, think, I think it was, it was, was little, that. I thought it was a little bit more. That, I think but it was still, one. That's, that's quite a bit. Huh? That's quite a bit.
0: Not for a
2: Super
1: Bowl. That's not 3 though. I agree. The Broncos of course, gave up
2: 3. Yeah. I'm just saying it was still significant,
1: but see, but but the thing is is the Rams were like, okay, if we get if we plug in a quarterback, we're going go to the, we're going to go to the Super Bowl. They found their quarterback, they plugged him in, <laughs> and they, they paid the a Bowl. third of the price that the Broncos paid. agreed, and the Broncos are not going to make the playoffs this year it's and they just tra- and yeah. they just traded away their best pass rusher, so they've like now so now you're yeah. selling, yeah like I mean. <laughs> so ob- so it's ob- so it's obvious that they made a mistake. And now on, and then on the other side. So it's really funny because that we're talking about how bad that trade looks for um, Denver. Um, they traded Bradley Chubb to Miami, and now, and I saw this thing from Miami. Miami traded down with San Francisco um, in the Trey Lance deal when San Francisco traded up to get Trey Lance. Uh-huh. Miami has turned that deal into um, Jalen Waddle, Tyreek Hill. And Bradley Chubb. Not bad. Not bad at all. Broncos, you should take notice. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's
0: how you do it.
3: <clears throat> um.
1: So we
0: have questions before we get on to our matches. Oh, excellent. Oh, cool.
1: We love that. Excellent. Questions.
0: What's up, guys? It's like a two-part question. So from Chaka, which is, I believe, a first-time YouTube viewer. Welcome. Should I trade away Jacobs and G. Davis? For J Jadas and K Herbert PPR. Say that or would, again? Right, Herbert and should I trade away Jacobs and G, da- G Davis for J Jadas and K Herbert? It's a PPR league, or would you rather do Amon Ra and Walker for J Jadas and K Herbert? J Jadas. That's what he put on there. Spell that for me. J J E T T A S, and he spelt it that way twice.
1: J E T T, A S. I don't I don't know who that is.
0: I'm at a loss too. Yeah, is this a viewer testing our knowledge? With, Maybe with the <laughs> um,
1: yeah I'm, I'm I'm at a loss for who that is. What was and what was the other one? Uh, uh, K what, Herbert. Um no I don't I don't like trading away Josh Jacobs because he seems to be like the only good thing in their offense. Whoops sorry. Um, he had a down game against New Orleans <laughs> but I think New Orleans defense is just getting better And Justin Herbert has the best Second half schedule of any quarterback So I I'm not like I would looks like him. it's Khalil Herbert Isn't it is it, it's K Herbert Oh For Herbert I, uh, Oh for Khalil Herbert yeah no Yeah no no
0: no no Absolutely not no Don't do that Was there another part to that question that was it. I was I read both like the two part question. I'm gonna look up this J Jadis. I don't see anything on him on Google. Uh, let's look at players here.
2: I know it's something simple where if we just flip a letter around, it's like oh, it's that guy.
0: Yeah, you know exactly. I
1: mean? I'm thinking but that too. So <laughs> nothing's like, coming I'm up. I'm at in, a loss oh, right uh, now though. Nothing's coming if up. We figure it out. We can come back to it.
0: Uh, the closest thing we caught was Jefferson. Yeah, <laughs> like, like Jefferson the Jet or something yeah, like that on Google.
1: Jay Jefferson. Yeah. If you're now for, that's a whole nother Yeah, if you're trading year. for
0: Justin Jefferson, then yes. Right. Yeah, if you're
1: trading uh Jacobs. Oh he
0: put something. It's Justin Jefferson. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes.
1: <laughs> yeah. I actually so um I was looking at this today. Justin Jefferson's only ha- only has two receiving touchdowns this year. They hmm. both and they both came in week one. Um, so I, I think touch, Crazy. touchdown regression is coming his way. Positive yeah. touchdown regression is coming his way. Good chance.
2: And, he has a good week this week. Too.
1: And, and yeah, he's playing against Washington this week. Um, so it's just a good time to have him, but, um, I love his second half. I think he's going to be amazing.
2: Yep. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Um, all yeah. Now that
0: we've figured out what that trade is, um, definitely Can like, you say it again now. Okay, uh, like, sure. um, should I trade away Jacobs and G Davis for Jefferson and Kay Herbert? It's PPR league. Yes. Or would you rather do Amon Ra and Walker for Jefferson and Kay Herbert?
1: No, do the first one. The first one. Yeah. The, the second one. one. Now you're getting
2: close to, to I, now. It's an interesting, I don't know if I'd want to yeah, do cause that. Cause
1: Jacobs has probably had his best games already. And Walker is looking amazing. Walker yeah. hasn't had his best game yet, yeah, I that, don't think.
2: Like, Walker is not a guy that you want to be trading away. Mm-hmm. That's one you want to be like, you know, stashing.
1: Walker's best game could come like, this weekend. Honestly. Oh, man. He's going to be like, so they're good. He's playing, the rest they're playing of the year, Arizona, right? Yeah. The, he could have huh? a monster game this weekend. What was that? Bluetooth hooking up. Oh. <laughs> um, but yeah, I would absolutely do the first side of that. Um, and, tra- and get Justin Jefferson. I yeah, think that's you, an you can pull trade. that off. Justin, and Ju- Justin Jefferson hasn't had his best games. Claire Herbert could take over for David Montgomery in the yep. second half. And even if he doesn't, like he's looking like last year's AJ Dillon, where it doesn't like you, We were waiting for Aaron Jones to get hurt, and it just didn't matter. We just it just got to a point where you just just start him. <laughs> yep. He'll get, he might get ten points, he might get twenty, but he's probably going to get you at least yep. ten. More, you know, a lot like Kareem Hunt, <laughs> who's not doing the Kareem Hunt stuff this year. Who were really oh. sad didn't get traded. Yeah, yeah, I was actually kind of surprised. And that. actually, I was sneakily thinking it might have been Dearness Johnson that was going to get traded. Uh, so I was, I was ready for that too. But no, they just didn't do anything. Man, they're just <laughs> waiting for their quarterback to get back on, a, on like the most active, like on the most active uh, deadline day in, in history. NFL the, history. That, that was fun. The like, one the, trade everybody thought was going to happen didn't happen, yeah. or the two trades because the other one, you know, is resulted in. Uh, Brandon Cook's not playing last night. <laughs> right. Pouting. <laughs> Hilarious. But except oh, that, that, that he's can, on my team that and I had me to... on a digression for oh, about twenty minutes. Yeah. Oh my God. That that irritated irritated And, and before we move mm. on to
2: the games, I just want to say that going to break on, on the on um on the last day uh, of the trade deadline, going to break and just getting to look at my phone and it's like thirty messages. Yeah. I'm like, oh shit, I gotta read through all these.
1: You know what I mean? So and so to so and so. So and so Exactly. Oh my god, what? Yeah, and there were some good deals. <laughs> yeah. There was, it was some good good players that got dealt. It was, yeah. yeah. More, more than I remember happening in the past, that's oh, for sure. For, yeah, it was crazy yesterday. Or not yesterday, but um, Tuesday, I think <clears> yeah. it was.
0: Um, so moving on to our next game. Our game. first game. All right, guys, we're going to the games. Wait, did we get a question there? Oh, yeah, we did. Actually, from Jimbo Fisher, which he, he's been here before. Hey, what's up, Jimbo? Jimbo? Should I trade Stevenson for JT? It's PPR. No. seven 7-1 record. Good wide receivers, and my other running backs are Cook, no, Pierce, and Dobbins. Don't do it. Don't trade On Stevenson. the injured reserve.
2: Don't trade Stevenson for Jonathan Taylor.
0: No, no.
1: Oh, and Jonathan Taylor was one of the guys that people were talking about. Should I trade DJ Moore for? Are
0: you Are you filling <laughs> Jonathan Taylor right now? I do. Like make your case. I'm, if you
2: are. On, yeah. Well, here's the thing: is I, I, I need to look at some schedules. Um, JT he's out this week, but we expect him back I very have soon. Two right? words for you. Mm-hmm.
1: Sam Ellinger. <laughs> <laughs> and that is a compelling case, sir. <laughs> i just like I'm. Um, so you know, I, I said uh, we and I, you and I were talking earlier about uh, Deion Jackson and how I mm-hmm. was um, I was slow on him this week. I didn't jump on it. I knew I should have picked him up on Wednesday, and I just didn't. The reason that I didn't is Sam Ellinger and because I'm just okay. I'm just nervous about what they're their offense could possibly do um because i like deon jackson had two really good games with matt ryan as the quarterback he caught a lot of passes he caught in one of those games he caught 10 passes he's definitely not going to do that again um so what really is the the ceiling and the same and so when you think about it that way the same thing is true for jonathan taylor and like and you look at this first game with sam ellinger and it, it was okay. a struggle here let me it, put it, let not, me put it this way
2: so um you're, he's seven and one, so he's not doing it for the next two weeks, the next three weeks. He's doing it for the rest of the season. He's doing it. He's Romandre's, doing it. For the end of the Romandre's season, playoffs, playoffs,
1: C, like they keep. Okay, they're now finding reasons to keep Damian Harris inactive. Like, know, <laughs> it's some, it's yeah. been it's been something different three consecutive weeks. He first, like at first, the, um, it was an like an injury that we thought was serious enough that he might go on IR, and it turned out it wasn't wasn't it was because he practiced the very next that very next week and then there were rumors about him possibly playing in that Monday night game and then he didn't play in the um playing the Monday night game actually no he might have actually played a couple snaps but they're they're now at a point where they're politically saying all the right things that make you think that there's still a timeshare in New England that timeshare is over that job belongs to ramondre Stevenson Okay. And to me, he's top ten. And, and
2: let me throw out another point here. Um, if he's if he's got Ramon J. Stevenson right now, he probably didn't draft him as a starter. He's probably got two people that at draft time were better than him. Yeah, uh, if not now, maybe you know if what I mean. The, there's there's different maybe, builds, circumstances. You don't probably know exactly I'm, I'm what guessing. Happened. And to to be able to get. Uh, a third running back there to to go into your, your. But
1: what if he dropped But what if his guys were like Najee and DeAndre Swift, and then right, and then Ramondre yeah. Stevenson. So, so in, in that, that case, are you, are you trading Ramondre? In that scenario, uh, probably. Well, but then again, he's seven and one. You're going to trade. He, so, he didn't get to but,
2: be seven and one with those bags.
1: But he's got Ramondre, and and Swift has for the last two <coughs> weeks. And he's he's got Ramondre St. Brown. He's got he has good receivers. Um, <clears throat> but anyway, uh, we're we're getting lost on that one. Um, well, I, I just want to say, uh, like to to Ken, it's an
2: automatic no. Uh, I am not nearly as high as Stevenson uh, on Stevenson as I, he I is. I am
1: so I. Um, like,
2: I honestly, I I would think pretty. I'd, I'd probably do that.
1: Rest a season. I think I would. I would rather have Ramondre Stevenson than Nick Chubb. Wow! I yeah.
2: Okay, well th- this is just telling you how high he is on Stevenson. So, yeah. may- maybe he's right, maybe he's wrong, but he is I'd rather have him than Nick Tyler than I'd rather market. have him
1: than Dalvin Cook. Or, I'd rather ha- I'd- So
2: you're way higher than the market on, on Stevenson than most. <laughs> people. Out of curiosity, I'm top 10 on maybe
0: him. I, like uh, like and, and I'm and so close
1: not. closer to top 5. Why?
0: Ken, have you not seen what he's done? You probably know the answer to this. Um in our league who has scored more points fantasy wise out of the two of you? Me. Okay. On DraftKings, no, so. Not by much. On DraftKings, this guy. You had I'm one. Gaining, I'm had gaining one, on him. I'm gaining on him. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: Okay, ladies and gentlemen. He scored 200 points last week. <laughs> I scored 125, and I'm still outscoring him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. What I'm so, what, so, okay. What happens when the, when um, I have I, one I, week? I, I just think here I some, come, brother. Here I, I, I think, come. I think for no our one's afraid of you for, for our viewers. <laughs> you have no I quarterback. You have no tight end. You <laughs> got have no, you have Brady no Brady receivers. Brady.
0: Your
2: receivers
1: are booty cheeks.
2: Uh, they definitely took a downturn this week. That's <laughs> for sure. It, oh,
1: this dude. It's not just this week. It's been trending for a while. Ah, your they'll, number they'll one receiver is now Terry McLaurin. Right. Which is a good matchup this week. I'll change your Brady him Okay. Anybody out there who's uh, who's running to the championship with Terry McLaurin as their number one receiver this year? Anybody? No? I didn't think so. Hey, Keenan Allen's coming back oh, really? someday. Okay, yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about your other receivers. Keep going so people Hold on, can laugh. No, 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 no. no. Just, we just <laughs> needed a score so they can fundamentally make a decision uh-huh. when they're deciding whether or not to listen to right oh. or listen to Kent.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, my team's 6-2, and two and I beat them. so. <laughs> mm. yep. Yep. And
2: I'm 4-4 four in and four and gaining And uh, as we discussed yeah, last he's week got
1: some, my, he's, my got some, he's had like some moral victories Moral victories well, wow.
0: And, wow. and he's doing better than us in DraftKings So We'll we'll, we'll throw that out there too Alright so going into our first game looks like While playing players. Stevenson a bunch of times by the way <laughs> when he was Oh cheap. shoot <laughs> Anyway <laughs> <laughs> He was dirt cheap he's nowhere, he's, he's, still- he's nowhere near my lineup this week all right. That so, seems like
1: a mistake. He's still cheap. He's still only sixty two hundred. Anyway,
0: so first game up, we have uh, Chargers <laughs> at the Atlanta Falcons. Chargers minus three over under is at forty nine and a half. If you're betting on the Chargers, you're at minus one fifty, and you're betting on the Falcons, you're at plus one thirty. Alrighty, guys, go. <clears throat> we might
1: get Cordero Patterson back, so all of a sudden the Falcons um, running backs, like not that they were great, um, but. Uh, at least you could start Tyler Algier. And now if Cordero Patterson plays on Sunday, I don't think you can start anybody.
2: And on the other side of the ball, you've got Keenan Allen who's going to be out. You've got uh, Mike Williams is going to be out. Um, I, I Josh mean,
1: Palmer is still up in the air because he's still like, right. um, he was in the concussion protocol. He might not play on Sunday.
2: So, so then what? You know it know it what might mean? just be DeAndre Carter. Which is absolutely, and, and <laughs> Herbert is a great quarterback, but man, I mean, is he going to be able to overcome that? I
1: mean, he's still got Austin Eckler. Yeah,
2: and, and Austin Eckler is going to have a. Uh, sorry, guys.
1: And if you've seen Austin Eckler's receiving numbers this year? Oh, yeah, no, he's fantastic. Yeah, he's, he's amazing. A, he's a, I, a I top he's 20 a, wide
2: receiver. Is, isn't he the number one running back right now? It's and because, it's, and it's it's all because all on of his receiving, receiving. Yes.
1: yes. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so um, Eckler is going to have a monster game. Like he's just gonna he's gonna touch I the agree. ball somewhere around thirty times, and the Falcons um, probably aren't gonna do a very good job of stopping him. I don't think so. Uh, I I can see why even with all those weapons missing for the Chargers, this game is still a forty nine and a half point over under. Man, and I'm. Like, this, this is one of those games that I hate. Like, I, I feel
2: like the, the Chargers are going to pull it out somehow. Um, you know, they're, they're the better team. And they're they're going to make it happen. That's what I feel like. But, man, I keep listening to these receiving options. And, oh, my goodness, how is this going to happen? And, and Atlanta is just a hard-playing team. Um, I think I'm going to still pick the Chargers somehow, even though they're on the road. But um, this is what I'm super nervous about. If I'm betting on anything, I do not want to bet on this game. Uh, yeah, on either
1: side I, yeah, I agree with that I agree with not wanting To bet on this game This is like It feels like a 50-50 game Like the way that That, mm-hmm. par- that Panthers um, Charged Or Panthers Falcons game Ended last week Feels like exactly Like something that Can happen this week With these two teams Just because of how They've been getting it done Like both of them Yeah Because just kind of Find a way You know Um, And Because of that I like the Falcons At home Actually I, And I can see that I can see that
2: um, like I say, I'm going to stick with the chargers. I just think the quality is going to win out somehow, but, um, I'm very nervous about that one. So, but yeah, not a lot of fantasy implications in this one. Really? Uh, um, not good ones. No. Yeah. Uh,
1: so, you know, one thing I want to bring up is that, um, <clears throat> the very first play from scrimmage last week for the Falcons was a design play for Kyle Pitts. Okay. Finally and uh Mariota did throw the ball more in that game. How many times do you have to know? I it close? was it was north of 25. Which, oh, Okay. Well, so that's... it so it wasn't terrible. That's actually respectable about. Um and they I I still I think they're going to need to score points. So I I actually like Drake London um this Ooh. week. I like Kyle Pitts this week. I like this game to hit the over. I do. Wow. I'd like that to happen. I think that the the defenses are bad, so I'm going to pick the Falcons. I'm going to pick the over. Um, uh, pe- people shouldn't have to be starting Drake London. No, but um, Kyle Pitts, you should be starting Kyle Pitts. Which you know, like I, I, just I, I feel throw like in there to, and cross like, your fingers it now. Just, it was yeah. just, it's not though. Because now he's now he's he's Trent. Like if you he's had at, that one game. It's not just one game. If you look <laughs> at the last four games, he's got targets, he's got yards, he's got one game in the last four where he scored less than ten PPR points. So are we
0: all go.
1: So I think I are think we we're at a going point chargers? now. Like we can stop killing Kyle Pitts, and we can be like, okay, well, you know, he he did. So he's not gonna be, he's not gonna challenge Travis Kelsey for the number one overall tight end this year, like we drafted him to.
0: Right. Are we all picking
2: Chargers? But we can start it. He's picking Falcons. No, I picked Falcons. Okay. Uh, we're both picking
1: the Chargers. I get the lone wolf right off the bat again. Awesome. Yep. And that, honestly,
2: that's a good lone wolf.
1: That's, that's a good one.
0: So next up, we have uh, Miami Dolphins at Chicago Bears. Miami, Miami's at minus four. The over-under is at 45 and a half. And if you're betting on the Dolphins, you're at minus 195. And if you're betting on Bears, you're at plus 165. Go.
2: Let the massacre begin. <laughs> like
0: the Dolphins are
2: just going to crush the Bears here.
0: Um, um, I, I see that at Chicago. You think it's yeah. going to be
2: a crush? I I I think Miami is a darn good team. Man. What was
1: the over under? I'm sorry. Forty five and a half. I I'd, I'd smash the over on this one. I think I would the, take that too. Bear, I agree with the over. The Bears are showing signs of life. Yep. Um, they put up thirty on the Cowboys last week, which they've. That's the most points that anybody has scored against Dallas this year. Yeah, that's impressive. Um, Justin fields uh looks like he has command of the offense like I'm not I'm not saying the offense looks pretty I'm not saying I'm impressed with like the pieces that are in it although they just got Chase Claypool and I think that's gonna help darnell Mooney a lot um he he looks in charge he doesn't like he looks like he knows what he's doing um, and he looks confident and the fantasy numbers are starting to show up um, he has, um, he scored uh, more points than the previous week for four consecutive weeks now. He scored 20 or he scored, I think it was 19 points two weeks ago, or excuse me, three weeks ago, 21 two weeks ago, and then 30 last week. He's had um, 40 or more rushing yards, and I want to say like six consecutive games. So um, I, I think Justin Fields has become. Um, I just traded for him in Dynasty. I think he's becoming somebody you can count on at the quarterback position, like to be a difference maker, like not just a, not just get you done and get you by with twenty points, but and and honestly,
2: be an I think this is going to be maker. a big test for him this week because I think he's going to be playing from behind. I think that Miami offense is just a juggernaut right now. Oh yeah, and um, to. Like They are going <laughs> to be behind, and so can Fields you know, play that kind of game where he's he's throwing the ball and trying to, to catch up? I, right now, I don't think we're
1: worried about that right now. We're not but, worried. Like fantasy-wise, fantasy wise, we're not worried about winning I'm not, games. I'm not. No. We're just worried about what he's going to do. and like, Okay. So he's going to have to throw the ball a lot, which is what you want.
2: Yeah. So if you're just saying fantasy-wise, you're right. I, I really like Justin Fields this week. Don't get me wrong. Fantasy-wise, I do but real world real world football wise um I, I think that um, I think he's going to get a little bit exposed this week as that he's not going to be able to catch up keep up
1: that Miami defense is not anything compared to the I, Dallas defense I agree
2: but I, I don't think I, I think Chicago's style of offense just is not going to be able to keep up with the Miami style of offense
1: that's the way I see it Yeah, and I don't, you know, I don't, you know, I'm just visualizing it. I don't disagree. I don't disagree with that take at all. Um, What I think, though, is that the Dolphins, the Dolphins seem to just kind of like play up or play down to people. That seems to be who they are right now. They're not a team that's necessarily dictating the pace of games. I feel like like
2: whenever they've had two of them, they got,
1: they got down 14 to nothing to the Lions last week
2: that was early that was very early I, first but just, quarter but, they, I, but i watched that i watched the of saw they were, how they was they done. got it down was tw- fluky.
1: they got down 20 to the ravens like they yeah. they're a team they they can blow teams out but for some reason they don't and it's because they're not solid on defense no you I, I agree and with so the defense I, part and so i i think the bears are going to be able to move the ball i don't i don't think that chase claypool is going to do anything noteworthy this week although i no. for me personally it did move the arrow up on Darnell Mooney.
2: I agree with that. I, I think that honestly, Claypool probably helps Mooney more than anybody else on that team yes. fantasy wise. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do agree with that. Because so and he... and to finish up here, just uh, Chicago wise. So you're, you're starting Mooney. Um, you're pro- you're starting Herbert, or not Herbert? Uh, uh, we, uh, well, we Montgomery. Th- you and might start Herbert too. Though. You might. Herbert have to start Herbert. Herbert's but, been
1: good enough. I, like okay, so here's the thing. In my in our league of record, uh, this is my position that I'm in in my flex. I have Tyler Algier currently. If Cordero Patterson is gonna play on Sunday, I'm gonna move off of him and I'm gonna flex Herbert. Okay. So yeah. um, uh, it's and, it's right in that range. And I and I because I, I feel confident that he's gonna get me ten plus points.
2: But do you feel confident he can score more than fifteen? Yeah. You know what I mean? oh, like, yeah. You? oh yeah. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah, based on what Without I've seen, injury, <laughs> uh, based on what I've seen him do the last couple of weeks against New England and Dallas, yes, Herbert is the more talented back. You've got a similar situation going on with him and and Zeke, uh, where people like they see the flashes from Herbert and they're like, why why doesn't he get the ball? Why aren't they just giving him right. the ball? And there's like there's reasons, and I don't have the same you know explanations that I do with the Pollard and Zeke situation as I do for this one. Right, but it, it's it seems to be a similar situation where he's got juice. And they're going to get him the ball. They just don't trust him to be the guy.
2: Yep. Um, (laughs) And then start everyone from Miami except maybe Gasecki.
1: Oh, yeah. It's going to be like um, Tyreek Hill has the best matchup according to PFF um, this week. Again, for wide receiver cornerback matchups, Uh, he's going to roast another guy. Hmm. On Sunday. So just
2: like. And, and that might be a hot take because if you, if you look at the, um, the DFS lineups and whatnot, like, you, and you look at it, like Hill is going up against a red matchup. He's yeah, going up against a bad matchup. So that's in, a bit of an illusion. So, uh, start
1: Hill with confidence. Yes, absolutely. And your DFS too. Yep. So are we all going Dolphins? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Our, all that to say Brian was, was right at the beginning. Now, <laughs> it, I would be, um, I find it. I would find it funny if the Bears won this game, though. I gotta say, I hope because yeah. they, then they'd be in contention, you know. And they just sold their like their two best <laughs> defensive players, and like <laughs> anyway. Go Bears, go! Go Bears, go! Those NFC North teams. How have the Packers not won more? Like That's funny. the Packers and the Vikings, like they're like. The Packers and the Vikings—they're in such a weird situation. We're
0: one game from talking about Packers, so, uh, so this is perfect then. So uh, we got Panthers and Bengals before. Okay, were, let's so, little, yeah, okay, let's talk. Yeah, let's let's talk about that first before we segue into. Let's talk, about the, let's into talk that. about the Kitty Cats. Okay, oh, so yeah. I know right. Um, we got the Panther the Panthers at the Bengals um, plus seven and a half for the Panthers with the over under at forty two and a half. If you're betting on the Panthers, you're at plus two sixty five, and if you're betting on the Bengals, you're at minus three twenty.
1: Um, that Cincinnati defense is taken on water now. Mm-hmm. They, they just lost Cheeto Ouzier for the yeah. season ACL injury. Yeah. Um, they're still missing DJ reader up yeah. front. So, um, I actually like Carolina, uh, this I, week. I like, I like their chances to win. I don't, I'm not, I don't think I'm picking them to win the game. Cause I think that burrow and if they and were Cincinnati, at home, I think I'd pick them. But on oh, the yeah, road, I agree with you. I, but on the road, I don't. Well, actually, you know what? So if they were at home, and if um, Joe Burrow wasn't coming off an embarrassing loss, like I, I I really feel like he's just that kind of dude. Like he, has, it, the, he has the ability to just ultra get up for games, you know? No, um, no. I, he does though. He like he just seems to do that. Um, he's and, on a controller team, so I don't think it makes sense. <laughs> he's on a controller team. you're he going to be able to do you that without Chase? The, the listeners are going to need a list of your controller teams so that we like – we I which think oh, during the
0: off season, yeah, we can go over the a there. little bit more theories uh-huh. part of the podcast than the actual. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And and so, uh, yeah. So
1: I I still like the Bengals. I think they they ran into a matchup buzzsaw on on Monday night um, with the Browns. <laughs> um, but uh, I think they're gonna have to win shootouts. So, um, like, I think you're really just gonna want to pick people who are playing against the Bengals and pick the Bengals. Like. In, in a lot of situations. Uh,
0: fantasy now, pros- now, pr- prospects on this game? T. Higgins.
2: Now, see, here's the problem, is that Joe Burrow is getting no time, mm-hmm. and T. Higgins is fantastic when chase, when chase is on the other side, taking away the main coverage. T. Higgins with main coverage, with Burrow with no uh, time to throw, like, I don't know if that's a recipe for, for success or not. Like, I'm not saying he's going to suck. I know I mean, I'd still start T. Higgins if I had him. But I wouldn't be super excited about it. Like, I'd, I'd be a little nervous about it, honestly. Um, I think Carolina defense is a sneaky little defense that, I mean, they're going to get some sacks. That uh, that offensive line for the Bengals is really bad. And uh, you just you have to make sure you're taking that into account. And Deontay Foreman, let's uh, – Ch- uh, Chua Hubbard is out again. So uh, Deontay Foreman is smash. a smash play. Yeah. Smash play. So make sure he's in your lineup if you were lucky enough to get him. Um, and then Moore, and DJ Moore, he, of course.
1: DJ Moore. Is there
2: anybody on that team other than those two, though? Who
1: bet on DJ Moore? Who was that? Who was that?
2: I don't even remember now. <laughs> he's one. He's oh, one of, well, that's versus McLaurin. McLaurin's going to kick his ass, don't worry. He ain't doing it. <laughs> right now? He's, where he's are they not, at right now? They're close right now. Uh, I was going to uh, say, I, I bet they're close right now. So...
1: DJ Moore on the season, and they're
2: both in better situations now than they were two weeks ago, which is hilarious.
1: Yeah, DJ Moore. Yeah, it is. It, it's it's funny. It's it's really funny. Um, is averaging twelve points per game this year. McClaurin, um, twelve point two. Oh yeah,
2: <laughs> something like that. I bet
1: twelve point six. Gotcha. So yeah, it's really it's really close, um, and I and I love them both. Like yeah. the rest of the season, I do. I, I do. Too. I love them both. Like, um, and and honestly, like some of those those bets that we have going on up there are getting really spicy. They are pretty close. Um, like the the only one that I feel bad about right now is uh, Lazard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna get that. But one. I still, I but I like uh, I like Garrett Wilson, uh, and who did top McLaurin last week?
2: <laughs> I'm not too worried about that one. But anyway, back to this matchup. Um, so that's oh. Carolina. You know, that's who you start there. Bengals. Um, oh no,
1: I'm sorry. There's one more. Terrace Marshall. Terrace Marshall uh, is now um, getting over 90 percent of the snaps, um, and he was awesome last week. I think it was nine targets, over 100 yards receiving. I think yeah, it was like five or six catches. But uh, he was he was also a excellent start last week, and I think that's going to continue.
2: Okay, so he'd be like He's, a flex consideration.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Um he's a yeah. real like if you like this week is a great week. Um it's actually um uh, it's a super super good start if you're in a pinch. Uh Terrace Marshall this weekend against the Bengals. It's a really good matchup for them. They're hurting right now. I just I just mentioned they lost one of their best cornerbacks. Um and uh he looks pretty good. They liked okay. they liked him a lot, and he's the reason that they moved off of Robbie Anderson. Okay. Well, I don't think it takes much to move off route. But so no, what, I mean, what I mean is, he plays that role. Um, He's their speedster. Yeah, their, their, their I think we're guy. all taking the
0: Bengals, but reluctantly.
1: Yeah. I they lose. Uh, but I'm yeah, picking. I think. I, yeah, yeah. That's a good way to put it.
0: Are we on the next game? Wait, yeah. wait
1: You're not going to take the Panthers after you talk all that shit about Joe Burrow?
0: No, no, because okay, they're fine. also a controller that's cool. game. That's fine. Oh, the Panthers are also a controller team. Yeah. Okay. So you've got two oh. controller teams going against each other. Oh. You're going to pick the one with the winning record. <laughs> This is how you
1: do it. You guys are getting into a little bit of my method of madness. (laughs) This is is the book.
0: So next up, we have the Green Bay Packers at the Lions. All right, Green Bay Packers are minus three and a half. The over-under is at 49 and a half. Um, If you're betting on the Packers, you're at minus 180. And if you're betting on the Detroit Lions, you're at plus 155. And we have one comment. Hopefully someone picks New Orleans this week.
1: (laughs) Probably one.
0: And go. Oh, so, yeah, actually, he was. So, what's <laughs> up, buddy?
1: Um, yeah, sorry about that. Um, so the, those NFC North teams, they are so disappointing. Like, if it, it, it really feels like the Packers and the Vikings have like a Yankees Red Sox thing going on with their division, like where it's like every year it's just the the Packers and the Vikings, and then the the bottom of the division is chum, you know, right. and. <laughs> And, uh, and this year, it even it was exactly like it this year because what will happen a lot of times is like uh, – now, this is a little bit of a digression, but I'll, I'll bring it around. Uh, in baseball, um, these, these lower teams will get towards the middle of the season. They'll see that they're out of it, and they'll be willing to sell their talent to the Yankees and the Red Sox in their division. You know that was one thing I didn't
0: touch in the Homer minute, and then was how like nobody wanted to trade with the Rams, and it's like one of those. It's just it was just funny to me, comical that um, nobody wanted to trade with them. From and it kind of gets has that vibe of because of what happened last year. Like they're like, nope, not going to trade to you. Not guys. helping you out this year. <laughs> yeah, your, so, your moves were too successful last year. <laughs>
1: um, but uh, anyway, so um, the Packers and Vikings. You know they're at the top of this division, where like the at the bottom of the division, the the Lions and the Bears are just providing them with wins every single year, making it like fluffing up their their record and putting them in position yeah. to be in the playoffs every single year. And this year they're like, "Hey, we got this superstar tight end. Uh, you want him?" <laughs> and, and the Lions just give up T.J. Hawkinson to the Vikings. Yep, and it's what are you doing? You, what you still have to play them this year? Yep. What are you doing?
2: Maybe, maybe they know how bad Hawkinson secretly is, and <laughs> I, I, I don't know. That one was I, a surprise to me too. Yeah, like
1: I was and, like, woohoo! And what, what <laughs> I, did they did they get? I don't. It was like a a pick swap or something, wasn't it? Like wasn't it? I, I don't even think they got like a full blown second round pick out of the deal. Ah, I can't remember,
2: but I was um, definitely underwhelmed yeah, with what to, they got.
1: Yeah, me too. I, and yeah. like for for what they got, I really felt like they could they should have just held on to him, and rather than you know help they're, your. They're building. He's a young, good tight well, end. Okay, so the reason for doing it is because they're not going to pay him. He's up for contract extension this year, and they're not going to pay him. So get an asset for him. I understand that. I gotcha. get that. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense.
2: I didn't realize this contract was up this don't year. Don't do it difference.
1: in your division. It like absolutely like come oh. on, like you got Don't help your divisional opponent get better this year. Yeah. And then how stupid are they going to look when the Vikings give him an extension? Like cuz he yeah. has, you know, when he has I don't know, for the rest of the season catches five touchdowns. For the rest of the season or something like that and has another monster game has a game-winning catch or something like that because he's gonna help the vikings for sure for sure for sure for sure he's gonna be good <coughs> yeah anyway um so Stu, i'm so mad at the lions like i'm so mad at the lions i had like, i definitely
2: expected more of them this year i, so I thought much, they were just such high hopes for them. them yeah yeah and and you got us again all that, hard knocks thanks right? <laughs> but after <laughs> all that uh, like this game, Packers and Lions, Lions at home. Like, of course this, the Packers are going to win. This game's awful. Right?
1: Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, man, maybe it will This like, game feels <laughs> uh, so... Um, the Detroit's defense is so bad that you know right. the Packers are going to score. You think. You think. But uh, the Packers' offensive weapons have been so inconsistent so bad. that you can't really like guarantee that they're going to do it. And... Um, sneakily, the the Lions are decent in pass coverage, so it's not a great matchup for mm-hmm. the Packers receivers, and they're already not like world beaters. Right. So, um, I don't love much individually in this game, but I feel like there's going to be a lot of points scored. Yeah. It's really what'd you weird. say the line was? It
2: line was on this game, right? Um. Let me take a look. What, what are we looking at? What Sorry, game? the the line on the Green Bay game, the Green Bay Lions.
1: What was the over under on the Green Bay Detroit game?
0: Uh, let me take a look here. My, uh, over under is forty nine and a half, and the yeah, uh, and I think that's that sounds about line right. Was one, minus one eighty plus mm-hmm. one fifty five. I do really okay. like
1: Aaron Rodgers in this game. I like Aaron Rodgers uh, and Robert Tunyon in this game. The the Lions are really bad against mm-hmm. uh, tight ends um and then the packers are um the packers are actually really bad against the run. They give up almost a yard and a half before contact per carry. They've had 17 uh, opportunity they've had the, their opponent rush the ball inside the 5-yard line 17 times and they've given up eight touchdowns.
0: That's impressive.
1: So I like Jamal Williams
0: in this week.
2: I can um, definitely see that, and there's a good chance Swift doesn't play. And if he does play, he's going to be limited. Even if so he plays, that's what I'm saying. Even yeah. if he plays, it's going to be limited, and based, Jamal is going to get a lot of work.
1: Based on what Dan Campbell said last week, like they, you know, he thought that five carries was one too many for, for, right. De, for DeAndre Swift. Like I'm, just, yeah, I'm so glad I traded him in Dynasty. I'm so glad. I'm so happy I traded him away in Dynasty. Um, and didn't really draft him anywhere else, but. Uh, that all that being said, um, I think the Packers are going to win this game. I think they have to win this game. I mean, yeah, all,
2: I, I think so too. Um, and just just to just before we get off the fantasy aspects of, of the Lions, um, uh, St. Brown is going to be good. Um, I, I think it's a good game for him. You could even start uh Goff. Uh, a little bit iffy, but I mean, if you're if you're streaming quarterbacks, I think he's a decent one to stream this week. And um, just one of, uh, Khalif Raymond, um, he's going to be the number two for the Lions um, the, with, with the injuries that's going on. And the last two or three weeks, um, he's been proven that he can do it. He's been averaging 9, 10, 11 points um, with, uh, with decent amounts of targets. So if this is a game where the Lions are going to be behind, uh, Khalif Raymond is somebody that I'd consider Super as well. Super interesting. Now, and, and that's more of a, um, uh, you know, D- are you – well, for sure, DFS play, um, but also, you know, it's the bike apocalypse. We've got six teams on by, you know, so like if you're desperate, if you, if you, you know, need to slam somebody in there, I think this is somebody you can do.
1: He's one person you can lean to. Yep. You could cast your eye in his direction.
0: So we're all going uh, Packers, right? Reluctantly again, yes. Yeah. Well, Detroit trade away. The huh? Lions Wisconsin. have
1: just burned me too many times <laughs> this year. I've, I have lone wolfed right. on the Lions at least exactly. three times, and I've been wrong every time. We're not doing it anymore. We're done. Yeah. But one more thing I want to say is that if the Packers lose this game, we're forking
0: them. We're sticking. They're done. They done. I agree. I kind of want to see that happen. I don't. I don't think. <laughs> I agree. That I kind of <laughs> want to see it
1: happen too. I'm just not ready to predict it. I, I, I want Rodgers to move on from that they still have, franchise. Uh, Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones is going to go Hamburglar in this game. I think. I, I just. I don't see how that doesn't happen. Definitely the uh, best
0: play on the Packers side. Yeah. All right, so next up we have. Uh, second. Oh yeah, you gotta put some of these these picks up here. <laughs> next up we have the Las Vegas Raiders at the Jacksonville Jaguars. How about them Raiders? Um, the, did they play last week? Yes, they did. Sort of. I mean, any one of us could have showed up for the Raiders and got paid millions of dollars to do the same performance. I think. <laughs> I love
1: you know I love thinking about stuff like that. It's like you know what. I could have played today. (laughs) You would have got the same result. Yep.
0: We wouldn't have scored any points. You know what? They should start
1: doing that when there's like, when there's, it's the team's getting shut out or something like that. In the middle of the fourth quarter, just pull some fans out of the stands and let let them play.
0: Something. There's (laughs) like, sometimes when the receivers like just drop those wide open, like balls that get passed to them, there's no, I'm just like, yep, I could have dropped that for for 3.5 million a year. I could drop that pass. You're supposed to be a pro. Always catch that ball. Like,
1: yeah no i i agree um <laughs> there's so many of those times where it's like they you know they're looking up field or like they're more worried about getting hit and it's like yeah anyway um my theory about the raiders last week
0: is that should i read this and then we can get into it sure you give it. you the four minutes on there okay so yeah minus two on the raiders over under is forty seven and a half and um one minus one thirty if you're betting on the Raiders and plus one ten. Forty seven and a half for over forty seven and a half for 10. over under, yeah. Minus one thirty if you're betting on the Raiders and plus one ten if you're uh, betting on the Jags. So I would bet the under on this
1: game. Like the Raiders really the Raiders offense just um, If they if, score zero, yeah. If, the jo- yeah, if Josh yeah, if Josh Jacobs isn't breaking
0: off chunk runs
1: then they're just they're not getting it done.
2: Now, have you heard anything about the the Raiders locker room and this flu that that uh, was going and through was there gonna, last week? And
1: that's what I was going to talk about. Is like there's not a whole lot of information because the only people the, the only person that the media seems to be focused on is Devonte Adams. Right. But there were a couple other guys that were uh, listed as out with illnesses going into the game. Mm-hmm. And so what I think happened is the team just got sick. Yeah, no, it it seems like it. And which is just it's it's terrible and like you wish you'd, you know, you'd known like the morning of. Oh yeah, right. these, all, these they, they've been sick all week, you know, cuz then you could have just run to the, you know, the nearest uh, bookie and or you know, <laughs> get it on your what is it, MGM bets or whatever it is, so, depending on what state you're depending in. Depending on where you live and um and bet on the on the Saints. Because that you know they been that would have been fairly predictable and like um, there was a play in particular that let me know that they they were just off and it was like <clears throat> it was early in the game they were this is funny too because they didn't cross midfield until like halfway through the fourth quarter something yeah, like that I remember hearing that, this yeah. play that I'm talking about right now they were at midfield okay okay so they were. Um, They're at midfield and um, Devonte Adams gets called for a, an illegal shift and on the play like he's just he's in motion and he just doesn't get set. He just doesn't get set. And it's just and when I saw that, I was like, you know what that just reminded me of like those days where like like you're sick and your body just hurts, you know and you're just like bending leaning over to pick things up and stuff like that is a chore. That's yeah. how he looked. Like yeah. he, he just he, and so if that was that's going and these guys spent a lot of time together Um absolutely if they, the illness was going around there's in a it, plane all that stuff there's a good chance that they were just you know just not feeling well yep. and, that's look, and that's what it looked Then that's what it looked like because there's it was inexplicable that they got shut out by the saints that was completely unpredictable Um and I don't think it's going to continue yeah. and I think that illness had a
2: lot to do with um, it my guess is they're probably healthier at least a lot healthier uh this week um
1: i expected to bounce back uh, yeah point.
2: And, and that's why i was surprised you you uh, picked the uh, the under on this one honestly i see a lot of points getting scored in this one I, I think the the raider defense is just really bad so on the jacksonville side um i'm willing to start kirk which is something that i haven't been willing to start you know something i haven't been willing to do lately um i, I think that evan ingram uh is a very good start um the the raiders defense against tight ends is absolutely horrible And I think uh, Travis Etienne is just going to be fantastic in this game. And I think, again, if you're looking for streamers, that uh, Trevor Lawrence is somebody that you can stream this week.
1: Yeah, he's a good one. Actually, um, the Raiders have given up 17 or more fantasy points in four-point-per-passing touchdown leagues in every game so far. 17 or more points to their quarterback, to the opposing quarterback. So if you need to stream a quarterback um and this week like who's like, like
2: i was streaming I, I was deciding me personally i was deciding between golf and uh and trevor lawrence hmm. and uh i just picked up trevor lawrence and dropped golf today and uh made my decision so uh that's the way i chose that now I, I think trevor lawrence is probably you know your your number 10 quarterback on your board this week which means that uh if you're streaming quarterbacks he's probably the guy you want to go for
0: Are you, are you guys picking I'm gonna take the Jags. I'm gonna take the Raiders. Ooh, Ken's got another lone wolf game. Oh, I can't get one. <laughs> um, yeah, the
1: Jaguars—they—they're uh, uh, really interesting because they've jumped out in front of a couple of teams now, and just not been able to hold on to the momentum. Um, and I don't really know uh, what that. I think. My thoughts are that leans towards coaching Uh, because it's, you know, it's one coaching, one side making adjustments and the other side not making proper adjustments. Yeah, and it could be youth as well. (laughs) It could be. Jaguars are definitely young. young. But um, I think that's going to happen again. Like, that's that's my prediction is that I think the Jaguars are going to get up on them and I think the Raiders are going to pull this one out. I think it's going to be a fun game. Yeah. And that's why I, I think it's going to be a high scoring game. Uh, also. I, don't, I, I think it's one of those games that it could. And this is one of those games that is going to hit the over in the last 30 seconds. Like like the final score. to take the over. It could, or 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 the kicker could miss. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, there's been a lot of that lately. And I'm gonna bet on the kicker missing because it's fun. Uh, (laughs) Uh, uh, So yeah, I'll I'll take the Raiders.
0: All right, moving on. We got Colts at the Patriots. Oh, (laughs) um, real quick, um, Jaguars are sneaky
1: good on rush defense. So temper expectations for Josh Jacobs again this week.
0: Good point. So we have Colts at the Patriots. Uh, Colts at plus five and a half. Uh, the over under at forty. And if you're betting on the Colts, plus two hundred five. And if you're betting on the Patriots, minus two forty five.
1: You, you guys remember a few weeks ago when we were looking at picking the Patriots, and I think they were one and three, or they were one and four, or something like that. And I and I asked you that question. I was all, "Can we really see the the Patriots, you know, just falling apart and this happening to Bill Belichick?" And you know, lo and behold. Here they are. No, hold. He's 50 they They're four. And, they're four. They're four and four, and with a, a plus matchup right now. You know, I, I expect right. them to win this game. Um, Matt and, Jones is back, and they've got a good schedule in the second half of the season. I think the Patriots are going to make a push towards the wild card again.
2: Yeah, well, that's kind of where we expected their ability to be
1: this year, I st- right? I, I mean- still think they're. I still think they finish higher than the Dolphins do.
2: Oh, no! Can I can I put that on the board? I sure, want to bet on that. You sure can. Oh, I love it! All right, cool. Bowmore?
1: No. I knew you would try. But I I'm, we're going to get a smoked bowmore up there for sure. All right. Because right, now that I, so um, for those of you who don't know, we have uh, we like to make bets against each other that result in the loser taking a shot. Uh, we have a really really terrible whiskey called bowmore that yeah, expensive. it's ex- terrible yet expensive yeah, yeah so don't it's not like oh i'm gonna try it to see how bad it is no don't do that because it's not worth it um and uh so when we really feel strongly about a bet we'll challenge to the other person challenge the other person to take a bowmore and t- tonight I've come up with a fantastic idea of smoked Beaumores as one of our favorite things to do is to use a smoker to add some smoke flavor to our alcohol. So we'll uh, we'll get a smoked Beaumore bet going on. We'll get a good one here.
0: So one of the things. uh, Oh,
1: you put it on. Oh, yeah. it is a season long. Piggybacking
0: off that. Yeah, we do like to try a lot of different types of whiskeys and. Well, alcohol in general, and so uh, the Bowmore was brought as something we should try, right? And uh, Mm -hmm. that's what we came up with. So if what you guys are drinking, let us know in the comments what you guys are drinking. We certainly would like to know if there's some um, shelf suggestions, some really regular guy type. Um, stuff out there that we're we just try. regular guys. Because we're just regular guys. That's right. Okay. Just a couple of dudes. <laughs> so back to the. uh And today well, we're drinking. Did we have a couple of questions there? Or? We do have a question and we'll get to it after okay. the uh, Colts Patriots. We'll get to you. Uh, Coming soon. Um, segment.
1: Yeah, well, there's. I mean, man, maybe we can cut this short because this Colts Patriots game. There's not like there's not much. We're to all picking the that. Patriots, right? Uh, Take like, the under. We just made a bet, and that was the most exciting thing that was going to happen in this <laughs> <season>. <laughs> because, um, like, we talked about Ramondre Stevenson earlier, and I like I'm I'm really really high on and, him. And you talked
2: about Dion on the other side,
1: and yes, um, like, and I just I'm really terrified of for Michael Pittman now.
2: I am too, and I
1: have Pittman in a lot and of you know, places. Honestly. I went. I do too, and I went back and I looked at his uh, his statistics for the season, mm-hmm. and even before Ellinger, he's averaging like ten yards a catch.
2: No, Matt Ryan has been completely disappointing in that offense. I'm, we we. I'm just I'm just we saying. We expected way more out of Matt Ryan.
1: I'm just saying, like it wasn't good with Matt Ryan, yeah. and I don't like. It was decent, I mean,
2: and now it's could get worse. Maybe
1: it gets better with Sam Ellinger, but it's mm-hmm. like that's where you're at. You're kind of praying, like yeah. you're praying it doesn't get worse because it's been it's been it's bad. Get worse, yeah. And, um, and I agree. I, I I think it's gonna get worse. It will. Yeah. And I, I think this is an ugly game. I think this and, is and Pittman's like, still
2: somebody I'm, that you're probably starting. You know what I mean? He he's definitely like if you're if you're starting three receivers, there's no way you can leave him off. Yeah, that's you know what I mean. He, I'd, be try, I'd be trying. I'd be trying to trade him.
1: But I've been trying to trade him in one of my leagues. And like, and, and that, was, and that was that, was when things were sunny. I was yeah. trying to trade him. So it's not like you're going to be able to pull off anything great. But maybe you could get like, honestly, I'd rather have yeah. Garrett Wilson rest of the season. I don't know about that. But, uh, <laughs> so, I like, And I'm serious, though. I'm serious. I, I, I um, wish I had Garrett
2: Wilson to trade
1: you. So I'd, trade, the, <laughs> I'd make that cause, trade. Because the Zach Wilson, <laughs> we're gonna, and we're coming up on this next, the Zach Wilson jokes are funny. But if you look at what he's done, he's been good for fantasy. Like uh, he yeah. he threw for over three hundred and forty yards last week, and he did produce for the his his. Uh,
2: let, let, me, let me sorry, uh, just before I forget, I I think that uh, that that Zach Wilson is Blake Bortles. I don't. That's, I, not, I fair. Think, no, that's like not fair. No. That's not fair at all. Blake Bortles not, Blake makes por- some great I, plays. I, okay, stop. He stop. Okay. Good, hold hold on, on. Let me finish We're my thought. So let me finish. Now, he's one of those guys that could make <laughs> plays. He had tremendous upside. You know what I mean? He, he could score some touchdowns, but man, he made some dumb, boneheaded plays that would just cost him the game all the time. And that just seems to be what Zach Zach is to me. What do you think?
0: Now let's hear this anger (laughs) I once saw
1: Blake Bortles Throw an interception When he tried to throw the ball at the ground
2: Didn't didn't Zach Wilson do that this week? He did did try to throw
1: the the football away But if you listen to Amari Cooper Throwing the football away Is harder than you think (laughs) But no, no That being said, no he tried to like Blake Bortles threw the ball. It was a, it was a dead screen. It was one of those plays where it was supposed to be a screen, but the defense was had blown it up. Like right, and so he tried to throw the ball at the foot of his running back, and it bounced off of the toe of the defender and got caught by another defender. Right. <laughs> and that was the kind of stuff that would happen to Blake Bortles. And I never really saw and like. We're still to me. We're still really early in Zach, like the life we of Zach Wilson, are, for sure. like based because he had he was injured last year. Um, he missed uh, like all the preseason this year because of that knee injury. Yeah. Like he just hasn't had enough time. But he to me he's shown a lot of flashes. He so does like, have flashes. I'm not looking like when, bad. <laughs> when I'm watching Zach Wilson this year. I'm not expecting him to be like. I didn't expect. From Zach Wilson this year, would I expected from Trevor Lawrence? And to Agreed. me, and to me, he looks better than Trevor Lawrence.
2: Mm, do not agree there. And, and I'm not saying Trevor Lawrence looks great. Don't get me Trevor wrong. Trevor Lawrence but,
1: just look. He but looked, Zach Trevor has, Lawrence had just had too many really very bad moments. He, Trevor Lawrence looks very robotic to me. You know who like I. You know who Zach Wilson reminds me of? Blake Bortles. <laughs> no, no, he he reminds me of. He reminds me of Brett Favre. before wow. Brett, before, okay. before Brett Favre was an MVP. So that,
2: that just shows the difference in opinion between
1: the like, two of us. <laughs> Brett Favre, because Brett Favre, he was talented. And he had flashes mm-hmm. where he showed poise, where he showed intelligence, where he showed physical skill. And then, man, he would just fuck up. He would just... <laughs> and, like, bad, bad, bad. You, like seriously look at something like the like if Brett Favre had been drafted in 2013 he wouldn't have made it
2: all right, and, and just to end this really quick, I would say that maybe in the future, Zach Wilson turns into Brett Favre, but right now he's Blake Bortles. I'm just, I'm just saying,
1: no, that's not fair. That that's, is fair. It's not fair. He, Blake Bortles, at <laughs> All no, right, let's move on. Like, I, there's, no, because I can, there's three things, there's three plays in my mind that Zach Wilson has put on tape this year. That yeah, but Blake, there were three
2: plays last week that made but, him look like the worst quarterback in football. And, so. Brett, and Brett Favre
1: used to do that all the time. Like it's so it 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 was fun. Many, Like I'm just curious.
0: It was I know, fun. I know I know Brett Favre has at least one Super Bowl. Does he have two? He, no, he, he, went, to two. he, he went, went to two. He went okay. to two. He went to back
1: to yeah. back Super Bowls and he won one. He won okay. the first one.
0: Um, do we want to get to this question? Yes. Yes. Okay. We're sorry. So uh, we have um Isadav, which I believe is new to our YouTube. Um, Welcome. I traded Lenny for Cooks. Was that a dub? Or W's what cooks. It? Yeah, cook. I, in, in my mind, I can see that. What he, uh, Leonard Fournette?
2: He, for, he put Lenny uh, for cooks. So that's yeah, what. so Leonard Fournette for uh, for cooks on uh, from Minnesota. No, is what I'm,
1: Dalvin Cook. Da- oh, is Cook. If it was Dalvin Cook... No, it Cooks. He has an S there. For Brandon, Brandon Cooks? Well, he's not trading for Brandon Cooks, though. That's, 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 what, got, I'm that's, a, that's like, what I'm no, saying. That's what I'm saying. That's got to
2: be Dalvin if Cook. It Dalvin Cook if it
1: was for Dalvin Cook, yay. Right. And if it was for Brandon Cooks...
2: What the hell? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Should have listened last week. <laughs> <laughs> he said, yeah, Dalvin Cook. Dalvin yeah. Cook, okay. yay. Yes. yes. Great, yeah. deal. Great, great deal. Great deal. Great deal. Fantastic.
0: Well done. <laughs> okay, so are we moving on to the next game? Oh wait, wait, wait. Oh, we all um, picking Patriots. Really, um uh, I,
2: guess. Yeah. I, I, mean, guess. I don't want to. I really don't want we're, to.
1: Wearing my Brady jersey tonight, you know? <laughs> yeah, we were talking about the Patriots, though.
0: Yeah, um, Mr. Patriot, Tom Brady. <laughs> okay. You want to call him? Whatever. That's fine. He still is. Uh, yeah, I mean, and Manny was Mr. Colt, I guess, if you want to put it that way. But yeah, he he yeah. still is. Yep. So uh next matchup we have we have the Bills. At the Jets, the, oh man, the Bills are at minus 11 and a half with the over-under at 46. And if you're betting on the Bills, minus 625, which is the largest that I've seen tonight. And if you're betting on the Jets, plus 470. Um, real, uh, real quick, um, before we talk about this game,
1: uh, the guy who got Dalvin Cook, uh, the Vikings were load managing Dalvin Cook for, mm-hmm. for the first stretch of the season. That seems to have changed the last couple of weeks he's been over 75 percent of the snaps the last two weeks uh the last two games excuse me it's felt like they're saving
2: him for later
1: though. yeah you and know what I, I mean? I, and I think they're ramping him up now because he also had six targets in the last game so I'm I'm super excited to have him in the Mega Bowl oh, yeah <laughs> I just know that... like uh I I did trade away um CMC in that deal that was before the trade mm-hmm. that was like it was hours before the trade
2: oh hours before Ouch. Uh-huh.
1: and um but I also got Marquise Brown I got Cook and Marquise Brown in the deal. Um, anyway, uh, Jets versus Bills. I actually super like this game. I can't wait to watch this game. Now, to me, this this might
2: be a sneaky under. It, it feels like oh, it is. the Bills sure. are always going to be under, that, that over game, but forty six, uh, yeah, I, under for sure. Yeah, I I think these are two really strong defenses that are going to show out a little bit. Um, they
1: play Josh Allen tight. Um, yeah, last year he, um, the two games. The three games Josh Allen disappointed the most in were the Blizzard game mm-hmm. against the Patriots and then the two Jets games. He did not play well against the Jets last year. Yep.
2: So sneaky under, um you're still gonna play all your bills. Uh Singletary is one of those guys, not. if you can like maybe get him out of there, like yeah. if, if he's somebody that you're kind of I, I don't know popping about in this, and out of your honestly, lineup, maybe this, you can This week go I kinda out. like him. Really? Be- against the Jets?
1: This week I kind of like him because I, it's. Because they had, you think it's going to be a tight game. They had a midweek trade that moved the Zach Moss out of town. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that, um, at least not this week, Naheem Hines is going to take much work from Singletary. So I think he's going to get most of the work. I think he's going to get more work than he usually does. Was
2: Moss getting any work though? Yeah. Like- I felt yeah, like he, he was, was only still getting... playing. He
1: was still playing thirty percent of the snaps.
2: Was he okay? I didn't think it was that much. I hadn't looked it up, but mm. it felt like he had very much dropped off to nothing. Yeah,
1: no. If but he he was still getting an annoying amount of work. Just enough to be annoying. Yes. that's fair. Okay. Um. Yeah. So I don't hate Singletary um, this week, but I think he definitely took a hit um, for rest of season because I, I think they really liked Naheem Hines.
2: Um, now I would say temperature, temper your expectations a little bit on the bills. Um, you know the, that Jets defense is good, but you're still going to start all all your bills. Now you had an opinion on uh, no, McKenzie, right?
1: Oh uh, yeah. So um, looking at uh, the PFF wide receiver cornerback matchups, Isaiah McKenzie has a really good matchup this week. Um, and actually, Stefan Diggs his his individual matchup isn't that bad. Um, the stud receivers that the Jets like the Jets are, have been good. But the receivers who've got ten plus targets against the Jets have all had success. They've all scored touchdowns. So, um,
2: but but everybody's starting digs. But yes, but Uh, to to put McKenzie in your lineup is a bit of a ballsy move for most people. Yeah,
1: he's. I. It's not. not, I wouldn't do it. I like he has a good matchup, but because I don't expect this game to hit the over, I would. I don't want to play him. Okay, like that's a that's a good take. Yeah, in um, when players have good matchups and there's going to be a lot of points that's mm-hmm. that to me that's a that's a real you know red flag i should be watching that player um or you know green light sounds better yeah. because it's like you know you definitely want to go after those those types of situations but when it's like in an under i still just want to play the studs yeah because there you, there's not going to be too many points
2: and may, maybe you're you're in a bipocalypse situation and you need <laughs> you need to you know put him in then end in that case you know hey go for mckenzie but, because he's got a good matchup but I s- be I, careful!
1: I said this last week. Uh, Garrett Wilson, yeah. I like. I think this is this is the time. Okay, well, and
2: just to lead that off, like I, I'm looking at the Jet side, and I can't think of a Jet that I want to start. Garrett Wilson. Uh, maybe, maybe Michael Carter. If you have to, but even then, I'd be looking to get him out of my. Oh, lineup. here's an idea, Garrett so, Wilson. <laughs> so, I, from the guy saying that nobody, uh, tell me about Garrett Wilson.
1: I, well, I mean, we, Garrett Wilson is a stud. I, I, he is the next superstar receiver. I think. I think. I like. We haven't got a chance to see Jamison Williams yet, and we haven't got a chance. We won't get to see John Mechie until next year. Mechie was the guy who won. I, I believe he was the most outstanding receiver this year. I think he won the Blitnikoff Award. Um, I I'd have to double check that, but I think he did. Um, and uh, he's the one who had cancer. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I've got anyway, him sitting on my I- IR. So, I know. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. Yeah. Me too in my in Dynasty. Yep, me too. So, um don't know about those two guys, but of all the guys that have been drafted, Garrett Wilson looks the best. Like he he looks not only like he has the ability to run routes, but he's got the physical gifts, like he's he's just cuz he's big and um with everything that's going on in New York, that's where they're going to go with the ball. Corey Davis is still hurt. Elijah Moore has put himself on the outs. Right. And the only, the, like Denzel Mims is a question mark. Right, but th- doesn't I like, that mean that, that... He's another player that I like. I Like, he's got f- the physical tools, and I, I've i not understood why he hasn't spent more time on the field. But I don't think he's really, like, a, a threat to, to go off at this point. But anyway.
2: But but isn't that a, an alarm bell for you for Elijah Moore in that the, the defense is going to be able to tee off on him? Like
0: he's he still the, on the field he's the only
2: receiver <laughs> you know what i mean um, like he, he's gonna get more targets than anybody else i agree no but they are, have, they are they still gonna be they valuable still have other targets? Guys. i mean
1: like, so they're gonna like this week they're gonna the jets are gonna line up with elijah moore garrett wilson denzel mims and braxton barrios at receiver so it's not like they don't have anybody <laughs>
2: i just threw up a little bit in my mouth sorry
1: <laughs> it could be worse they could have deontay johnson what?
2: <laughs> that would that would that would like multiply their their receiving core value by a hundred. Uh, Come there's on,
1: there's no way I would take Deontay Johnson over Garrett Wilson.
2: Well, we 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 need to see more of Garrett Wilson to to see if he's you know lives up to your hype there. But uh, like, go know, back and look as at as of right now. Okay. I'll take Deontay Johnson. Anybody
1: like who's curious and is like Garrett Wilson wants wants to know. Go back and look at his touchdown against the Browns the week the week two touchdown against the Browns um, at the goal line. And that's that's the thing is like that is the if you can if you can get open at the goal line like that's special that's so hard to do oh for and, sure and he just I and I don't and the Browns aren't are not a bad defense and I can't remember who, who the defender was but it was one of the best um, fade routes I've ever seen and it's so and it's so funny because the fade route is such a basic route at the mm. goal line but he. Ran that route so well. He did such a good job of making the defender think that he he might go inside. That like he fell down. De- <laughs> de- def- defender fell down, and Garrett Wilson was wide open for a touchdown in the corner of the end zone. And it's just you just don't see it you as see. a
2: defender. That's not something you want on film, by the way. No, and but
1: but just that it, it's a it's a touchdown in the NFL today that you don't see. Yeah, you just right. don't see that very often. It's all right, stick, man.
2: I, to I remain to be convinced on that one, but let's uh let's go. Are we, all picking the, uh,
0: are we all picking the Bills? I'll pick oh, the yes. Jets. What?
1: Are you picking the Jets? <laughs> no, I'm not. He wants to. I want to.
0: <laughs> I, I love him so much. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> so time in. All right. So next game up, we have Vikings at Washington Commanders. Vikings minus three, which I'm a little surprised about. Over under at 43 and a half. And if you're betting on the Vikings, you're at minus 165. And if you're betting on the commanders, you're at plus 140. And uh, I just kind of expected uh, the Vikings to be more favored than that against the commanders. And I
2: can understand that. Um, I'll, I'll say <laughs> that uh, the commanders have been playing you know, better lately. Um, and they're at home. And everybody thinks that the Vikings are a bit of a mirage, a bit of of an illusion that uh, their six and one record isn't quite real. I think that's a a pretty common perception. And I, I think the six and one might be a little bit inflated, but I think they're a decent team. You know, do I, mean, I think they're elite? Probably not, it, but that's they're really good.
0: That's something the, they people feel like. I think every season with the Vikings since Kirk Cousins took over, and right, it's, you it's know just the primetime games. It's like Colin Coward said, it's just a primetime games that that really he struggles. Other than that, I mean, he's solid. He's, he's, yeah. And, and he's now
2: with T.J. Hawkinson in there, another prime weapon. Like I don't maybe, expect much from
1: him this week. Not this um, week, no, yeah. not
2: this week. But rest of season. Oh yeah, rest of season. I rest think he's of great. season, he's probably looks. He's good. interesting. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um. Uh, but but you I, know you if know you have fun try to try right not now to start, start the them this is, week, I'm still uh, going to start. I feel sometimes. I feel like um, <laughs> I have too in one
2: of my leagues. But if it's the Vikings I have no choice. <laughs> were,
1: I feel like if the Vikings were four and three, people would feel better about them. People would have more positive feelings about what they were doing than their six and them being six and one because
2: everyone just feels they're overperforming.
1: Yes, yeah. they feel like that they're about to crash. You know, right. um, because they've they've come close to losing a couple of games. Mm-hmm. Um. But not this one. But they, but to what I see is a team that's getting it done, even though they're not clicking on all cylinders yet. Like, is but they, they're getting better. They get yes, they are,
2: and they and are, those th- cylinders are starting to come together. And It's ooh. like, ooh, this could be scary. Yeah, you know I mean, this is it's, it, start, it's, Cook,
1: started, it's starting a little bit to look like like the 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 fantasy, you know, ungodly show that people were expecting it to be. Cook at the beginning. Jefferson of the year.
2: Hawkinson. Like, dude, at the end of the year, that could be an amazing freaking trio. I know. Like, I know. woo, baby. Yeah. Uh, so I, I take Minnesota here. Um, I, I like the weapons. Not Hawkinson yet, but uh, he's just going to be, you know, coming in there. But I love Cook. I love Jefferson. Uh, you can play Thielen, um, but, you know, you don't have
1: to. This is a week um, where you might actually be, be able to skip that. Like, this might be the one where you play K.J. Osborne instead of Thielen, because Thielen actually has a tough matchup, um, okay. ac- according to PFF. Um so uh and when, when I saw that I, I took him out of my um DFS lineup because I, I was thinking the same thing. I was thinking mm-hmm. this is a good game to stack, you know. Um Terry McLaurin is, is criminally underpriced this week.
2: Uh, agreed. And um And, and he's, getting to the other side. McLaurin is he's the, the obvious play. play. And Gibson. And I was going to say, is, is there anybody else? And yeah, Gibson was my only other yeah, thought. You play, know what I mean? I think Antonio most people Gibson. are going to be very it's reluctant so weird. to play Gibson. It's
1: so weird because as soon as Brian Robinson got activated, ev- he just got dropped everywhere. He got because you, he's, you dropped he was too. He was on the uh, outs with the team. Yes, no, agreed. Yeah, I to- totally agree. But completely contradictive to like what you would have thought, he's gotten better. He's scored more points yep. since Brian Robinson took over the running the the main running back job, and you know what it makes me think of? Tony Pollard. Well, and, and and here's the super interesting thing about that: they were college teammates, him and Antonio Gibson. They both went to Memphis. They were both receivers, not running backs. Right. And when you see Gibson, he looks good when he's running routes. He, he's a fluid route runner. Um, and not asking him to carry the ball 25 times or like touch the ball 25 times a game and play 80% of the snaps keeps him fresher. Yeah. Give, so give him so the 15 so that, touches. Which yeah. is also why I brought up Tony Pollard because it seems right. like a similar situation. Like sometimes less is more. Yeah,
2: it seems like they found out that Gibson is the better back, at least for now. You know, maybe Brian Robinson will recover I think he's got more tools. But, yeah. I I think he's, like... But I I will say one thing that you have to caution yourself here is McKissick is out. And so, Gibson has that receiving back role. Mm -hmm. Now, when McKissick comes back, like, is he going to take back some of that role? And if so, then where where does that lead Gibson? Yeah, no, McKissick
1: McKissick hasn't been out. He's going to be out this week. He's been out the last two weeks, I think.
2: Or at least hurt or injured or something. All right, I'm going to look that up because I thought there was something going on with him that where he was he had some problems. But but anyway, as far as the the game is concerned, like we we've pretty much covered the game, and I think we're all taking the Vikings here. Yeah.
0: Yes. I am. Yeah. Okay.
1: All right. I can't pick the Commanders. Like <laughs> some, <laughs> someone said something on uh, one of the podcasts. It was like the Commanders just feel like a team that should be one in seven don't <laughs> <laughs> and, and i fully expected them to be there yeah mckissick's been available the last couple weeks he played 36 percent of the snaps against indy and uh 15 against green bay and 30 against chicago and 41 against his so he's been training down Okay, and, and I think so. He, he hasn't been hurt. He's and been so, trending down. And okay. to me, that's because he because, because Gibson has turned Gip, into that receiving role. Gibson, okay. because that, Gibson. That
2: gives me more confidence in in Gibson. Uh,
0: honestly, I, so I like here that. so
1: here's the th- here's what I see about Antonio Gibson. I think I really do feel like it's exactly like Tony Pollard, where as nice as it would be if he could perform at his highest level for twenty eight touches a game. He just can't. He just can't, and it's not going to happen. Just fucking appreciate the fifteen he's going to give you. (laughs) Okay. And so he's like, so I think for their careers, they're probably that's they're going to be RB twos flexes. Yeah, that's uh, where they're going to. I want to thank
2: you. You've uh, you've helped sell me on uh, Gibson there, so thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. Next up, we Um, have
0: the Seahawks at the Cardinals. Seahawks are at plus two with the over-under of 49, plus 105 if you're betting on the Seahawks, and minus 125 if you're betting on the Cardinals.
2: I just want to throw out here, that this is one of those games, like, the Seahawks are playing better than the Cardinals. They just are.
1: The Seahawks are playing better than a lot of people. The Cardinals,
2: I think, I feel they have a lot more talent than Seattle. I disagree. And they're at home. Um. So, Seahawks at plus two. Like that just seems easy. I. It, it seems like you should just be taking the Cardinals. But no, yeah, I think it's, you should be taking the Seahawks. I'm on, on Seahawks. This. There you go. I'm. I'm gonna take the Cardinals. I'm. I think Lone Wolf. There I think that, uh, I, I that Talonson's hey, gonna win can, out here. Get again. the Lone
1: Wolf on, on Kyler Murray.
2: I, I'm um, okay with that. I'm okay with that. I, why do
3: you I think, think they're more talented? I think Seahawks
2: Where? are playing over their head. Where? At
1: what position do you think they're more talented?
2: Uh, quarterback for sure. Uh, number one in the season, I would have said
1: that at the beginning of the season, I would have said that too. Yeah, um, but
2: Gino has definitely had his moments this year. And Kyler, Kyler he's Murray definitely looks definitely like, playing over his head, but Kyler Murray, Kyler doesn't Murray. look he,
1: freaking great. He's a talented guy, but he never looks like he's in command. Like his best, I will play, agree with that. His best plays is he is, remind me of Russell Wilson's best plays, where it's just it's their busted plays, where it's like they should have got oh, they did not get him, yeah, and then he finds somebody, or he just continues, or he runs running, in the end zone you know? or whatever, yeah, yeah. And, but I, I'm never, I never get the feeling that Kyler is just killing people back there, ever. The and what I think of is the most effective that I've ever seen him be. Was when they were playing the Cowboys and the Cowboys couldn't stop their RPO. Okay. And he, and he just kept beating them with, with the, and I think the league is getting better about that. We can have a digression on that. There's actually, it's actually been super interesting. So the RPO is a, uh, is a relatively new adaptation to NFL offenses last five, six years maybe like five to ten, yeah, five to 10, somewhere in five to 10. Um, I think that we're now getting to a point where it's going to stop being as effective as, as it's been because you're now like, uh, the defensive ends. I would say, depending on the quarterback, I I agree with your point. Here's, here's, let me, let me, let me, Mm -hmm. here's why I say this. And I've seen it from multiple defensive ends this year it requires an edge rusher that's athletic enough. So it's been, it's a new wrinkle in what it takes to play defensive end in the NFL. But what, and what it is that I've seen is they are dictating to the quarterbacks where the quarterback is going to go when he, when they are in an RPO. And um, if the defensive end is athletic enough, he can fake he can because the reason that that play has worked it's been so successful is that the the defensive player can't win he's not athletic enough to beat the athletic quarterback when the athletic quarterback uh goes inside and the defender crunch crashes down on the quarterback he gets he throws the ball when the defender goes uh goes wide the the, the running or he's able to just run the ball so what I've seen is defenders fake like they're going wide, get the quarterback to keep the ball, and then crash down on him. But it takes more athletic players to do it. Right. But I've seen it a couple of times this year. But there's only so, so many players so that can do that. All my point is is that I think that the quarterbacks that are successful, like mainly based on stuff like that. And this is Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts, uh, Kyler Murray. Uh-huh. I think that there's a window. I, I think that's going to end. And okay, <clears throat> uh, it's the NFL is amazing, honestly. Yeah. Because, it's self correcting. I, yeah. I
2: and I, I get it, and I love that. But I don't think right now we're at that point. No, in this particular game, like I say, I just I think that the Cardinals are still just putting um, better quality of players on the field. Now maybe they're being out coached. And, and maybe um, Pete Carroll out coaches them and, and gets a win on the road here. I, I like this is a fifty fifty game to me, where I'm leaning on the talent side. But um, like, said, oh, sorry, and, and sorry, real quick, Arizona, per- you're starting your quarterback per- you're starting Yeah, <laughs> okay. you're starting Hopkins, and other than that, there's not really much you're starting. Um, maybe uh, the running back, maybe Rondell Moore. If the you're running desperate. back situation
1: in Arizona has gotten weird um so we don't really know yeah, just what, stay I, away like, from I, yeah hands off for a while um and really it just seems like hands off until James Connor is officially like back you yeah. know because he I, yeah anyway um I think this could potentially be a high scoring game because like the Seahawks are gonna be on the road uh, I think if it was in um in Seattle I'd have no problem you know like picking the, the Seahawks to, like, hold the Cardinals under 20 points like they did a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And that's another thing is that these teams Held them to pl- nine. Yeah. Held nine points. Um, so I don't expect that to happen again, but I do think Seattle's the better team. Yeah, so could be.
0: So moving on. I, I, it looks I like, like them, them
1: a lot, dude. I, th- like, I think they're going to challenge San Francisco for the division. They're a fun so team.
0: Uh, next up, we have Rams at the Buccaneers. Rams are at plus three with the over-under at 42 and a half. If you're betting on the Rams, you're at plus 125. And if you're betting on, th- on the Buccaneers, you're at minus 145. And Ken is wearing his uh, Buccaneers uh, Brady jersey today. Oh. Um, maybe I will be the lone wolf on this game. Well, why don't you uh, start it off then, Ray? Do you have any uh, thoughts you want to share? <laughs> you know what? The only thought I for both these teams, this is going to be like, are you a playoff c- contender uh, game. Well, the right Rams now.
1: technically can still like afford another loss. The Buccaneers are the team that has to win. They cannot get loss number six. Um, uh, I don't. But I, both. I think both teams. I honestly, what I expect is both teams to come out and play their best game, offensively. I agree. I think, and um, a big reason that I expect that out of the Rams this week is because the Bucks lost Shaq Barrett. Jack Barrett's done for the year. Uh, torn, uh, torn Achilles. Oof. Yeah, it really sucks. It really sucks because it's like it career ender. It's not a career ender. Well, but remember, probably. remember it happened to um, Terrell Suggs, mm-hmm. and he was still good afterwards. But, you'll never, but he wasn't ever be the same. He wasn't the same. He, the wasn't same. The same. Um, and that's one of those positions where it's that the explosion is so important, mm-hmm. so so important. It's everything. Um, so yeah, I feel bad for him um but i i so i I think this game is going to be offense not defense i actually do i expect both offenses to wake up this week they have to um Hmm. the most interesting thing to me um going on fantasy wise for either team is that the buccaneers seem to have solved their uh deep threat problem with mike evans He's (laughs) He's a
2: <laughs> which, if you know Mike Evans' career, that's the, a little bit weird. Yes,
1: that's not his game. That's not, he's been mostly a possession guy. And now Mike, he'll run like he's a good intermediary um, route runner. So like he's got he's good at getting chunk plays, but asking him to run nine routes has never really been what you know they've asked him to do. So it's weird that they would ask him to do it in year nine. Now, now but my, my my point in bringing that up is that um, the Buccaneers this year. They remind me of the 2020 Buccaneers, where if you remember, things didn't start out that well. No. And like. They had to get it together. It took them a while to get it together. Um, And like there was that prime time debacle against the Bears where um, Brady didn't know that it was was fourth down and the game ended. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And at that point, when that happened, we were we were we were forking them. And I and I don't I don't remember, but they might have been three and four at that time, you know. Three I know they weren't three and five, but they might have been something like that. No, I agree. And the year they won the Super Bowl, they did it from the wild card. So I'm like I'm not ready to to like stick a fork in in the Bucks, but this is another one of those games where they go three and they lose this game, they go three and six. It's hard not to. and and I'll
2: say that I I think that the uh, that Bucks O line is just too bad. They're playing better. They've been playing better. Oh man, that is not what I saw last week. Am I lone home. wolf in this? <gasps> Absolutely not, bro. I am with you. You're picking up. Uh, okay, I am. I, am the Rams I, I get the
1: lone wolf on the goat
2: at home. You sure do. So when he loses, that's that going to
0: feel like extra China. special. <laughs> this feels like China. Ken. You got so many lone wolf games this year. this this is your and, catch-up and just, week. Before
2: we, we before we, we uh, move on, I just like Godwin. What's your what's your like? Where's Godwin at? Now, now Brady came out wearing a Godwin T-shirt during the one of the the, the, the press conferences or something. So, so everyone's going wild. Oh my God, Godwin's gonna have a great week because of that. Like you
1: you weren't gonna start him. Like that's true. If you have him, you're probably starting him. I mean, rest. So rest. So okay, I think that what's gonna like, like I said, I, I brought up that Mike Evans thing to point out that the Buccaneers aren't just running at the wall over and over and over again. They're figuring things out. Yeah, because they're not running at all. (laughs) (laughs) No, good good one. (laughs) Um, So I have confidence that they are going to get their flow together. They're going to figure it out. They're going to start scoring touchdowns. I expect that Mike Evans and Chris Godwin are both top 20 receivers the rest of the way. I'm I'm starting starting them every week. All right.
2: Should should we
0: move on to the Titans and Chiefs? Yeah. All right. So Titans at Chiefs. We have Titans at plus twelve and a half. What? And the over under at as I guess what Henry's just not showing up that day. And the over under at forty five (laughs) and a half plus four ten if you're betting on the Titans and minus five twenty if you're betting on the Chiefs.
1: I actually. um, So we don't know yet who the quarterback for the Titans is going to be. Oh, Uh, is that what's going on? Okay. Yeah. um, Tannehill's been hurt. And um or he was he was sick. Was he, was, he was sick. Um he, I, I don't think he's gonna play. And that and that contributes to the the spread. Because the Titans are probably playing Malik Willis. I missed that somehow. And and oh, you
0: know what? Before we get into this game, we do have a question. I'm sorry, what a busy. Um oh, what's up, dude? What a busy he just it's Been a quick you, it's a <laughs> quick question. Indy defense or Tampa Bay defense. Uh <sighs> Um, that's, that's
2: a thinker. Hold on. <laughs> yeah,
1: I I like uh, man. Uh, Indy
2: versus Patriots, Tampa Bay versus LA. Um, I think I'd I'd go Indy there. I can see why it's, <laughs> it's a, a it's it's a close one there. That's a, that's a good one. Um, I
0: think I'd rather have Indy too. I'd rather have Indy just because of the Rams and the Bucks is a potential for a high scoring game, huh? And, and, and that and Patriots Colton offense Patriots, is still
2: trying to get uh, together. They're not quite there yet. I I I take Indy there.
0: Agree. All right, back to the game. Ram, oh no, Titans at Chiefs. <sighs> We're done. It <laughs> kind of feels that way. Uh, I, I, like I, feel you, like
1: you're gonna start Derrick Henry. Like you're probably, you're not gonna feel awesome about it because the Titans are gonna be down. Um, so that kind of sucks. But um, see, that's
2: not how I feel about this game at all.
0: I feel like I feel like oh, they got no other choice but to just give I, him the so, ball even if they're down. I, I expect <laughs> and they will. I expect That's the Chiefs true. to win. I expect the Chiefs to win this game by twenty.
2: I don't expect that. See, I, I, I like we're going to see the Tennessee of last year this in this game. I think. I, I think um, Tennessee you, has would been you looking take better, and half
1: better points. Mm-hmm.
0: Did, are they going to have eight? Twelve and a half? It's twelve and half, have, yeah. a half. Are they going to have AJ? No
1: way! <laughs> I don't understand Dude, that. Malik Willis is the quarterback.
2: Oh, I did forget about Malik. <laughs> all right. All right. That explains a little yeah. bit more. Yeah, dude, I, right. I, I, I like did I, forget about that. I, I, you I, mentioned it. I, I mean, I it's, it's still going to be all Derek
1: Henry. But... I think the Chiefs are an excellent streaming defense this weekend. Oh, well, because yeah. of that. Um, it's Dee at yeah. home. Versus, Anytime
2: you're facing a backup, yeah.
1: start up that defense. Versus for sure, a, yeah. a, a young quarterback. So. Um, I, I think this is gonna be a blowout. I do. Okay. Yeah. So, and that's why I feel right,
2: like, I'm, t- I'm taking. The g- I don't think it's gonna be a blowout. I
1: do. Right, so I so I think it's gonna like, be a little I'm, closer now, especially in the first I'm half. I'm tempering but... my expectations for Derrick Henry. Um, and on the other side, you know, the thing that I'm most excited to see on the, is Isaiah Pacheco. In this game, like the mo- to me the one thing that I'm watching in this game is to see what is. To see how they use Isaiah Pacheco coming out of the the bye week, because he just looks like a man possessed when he okay, has. Okay, so
2: ball. you're excited about him because like you're gonna try to pick him up. You already have yes. picked him up I know, or because
1: he's available all over the place. Like, is he like I, I think it feels he's like been, he's, he's been, been picked, picked up and dropped like by three different teams. Yeah, you're in probably our right about that. He's that. So you know who he is this year. Hmm. He's a Monro Saint Brown. Okay. Because that was a St. Brown in every league last year was like, he just got picked up and he got dropped. He got picked up. He got dropped in like, and I know that because like I've heard that on multiple podcasts and I, it was true in our league where okay. he, he passed through multiple teams before he ended up on the team where he like made that huge run with. And I feel like we have a similar situation going on with Isaiah Pacheco because there's so much potential for a Kansas city running back that gets like 80% of the work. We've seen it time and time and time, we and time again. We all want it so bad. And the thing and, and well, yes, and w- this guy like w- he looks like a monster. Like he looks like he looks like Kareem Hunt. That's who he reminds <laughs> me of. Like he looks like baby Kareem Hunt. Like and and about to beat his girlfriend. And or... well the chief you know and the chiefs are the ones yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe <laughs> that cuz i mean Kareem Hunt got drafted to Kansas City and that's what he did. Yeah, i know. I know. But but they drafted they did they are the team that drafted Kareem Hunt mm-hmm. and it looks like they found another one. Like he looks faster than the other running backs. He looks stronger. It's just a matter of, you know, him it's just a matter of Andy Reid having confidence in in him to send him out there in any situation. I-
2: I'd really like to see it because I feel like that that running back room for Kansas City has been underperforming for so long. Yes, Just, I want to see something out of. Yes, this. so I hope and, you're right.
1: And they were so good for so long yeah. that because Kansas City produced so oh, yeah. many stud running backs. Jamal over, Williams, Jamal Charles, or sorry, Jamal the, Charles. J- uh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> Jamal. Whoops. Yeah, Jamal Charles.
0: <laughs> okay. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean Kareem Hunt. Like, yeah. All right, so next game we have up is the Monday night game. Uh, Ravens at the Saints. Uh, Ravens are at minus 2.5 with the over-under at 47.5. If you're betting on the Ravens, you're at minus 130. And if you're betting on the Saints, plus 110.
2: All right, so Juan really wants somebody to, to take the Saints here. <laughs> oh, you know what? <laughs> anybody willing to do it? <laughs> that reminds me.
0: Speaking of Juan, he does have a question. Would oh, bring a- it on, Juan. Who would be a good running back to this week? K. Drake, E. Benjamin, or D. Jackson?
2: Uh yeah,
1: you got to start Deion
2: Jackson. Ooh, yeah, th- honestly, th- that's a good question though. Like, yeah. those are three like very borderline running backs this week. That it's just like, oh my god, and and D. Jackson is definitely the the lock of those three. Like, of those three, that guy is guaranteed what his workload is going to be. Uh, Benjamin, you don't know what's gonna what it's going to be until tomorrow morning. And even then, you don't know. It's like, <clears> eh. <throat> um, so I think that is an excellent question. But, yeah, I agree. Yeah, that's, that's the answer. Back
0: to the game. Ravens at Saints.
1: Um, Okay. Where are we?
0: Oh, Ravens Saints.
1: Ooh, this game is
0: just. Oh, so uh,
1: Michael Thomas has officially been ruled out for the season. Yep. Having surgery. Bye-bye. So, Chris Olave managers like myself are just super excited for the rest of the season um, because he's now the number one.
0: Uh, is that number one going to carry him to victory over the Ravens?
1: God, it's Andy Dalton versus the Ravens. And
2: I'm going to say yes. I, I think the New Orleans are they at in home, New Orleans? Yeah, yes, they're, New Orleans. they're in New Orleans. They're at home. The defense is playing, has been amazing. The, are you guys the both picking better? Saints?
0: Yes. Oh, yes. I was so lone wolf this pick with the Ravens. Yes, I get one in. This is a tough
2: game. So, yeah, that's a good one to lone yeah, wolf
0: there. Th- um, but but yeah, uh,
2: I think the Saints are going to pull this yeah. one out. I, 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 I was really beginning do. to get
0: worried. Yeah. That I
2: wouldn't um, have one. You, you definitely want to start Kamara. You definitely want to start Olave. Um, oh, Taysom get, Hill. Taysom, Taysom, Taysom Hill is definitely a start. A tight end
1: four on the season or yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, I picked like, him up in one of my leagues Pretty this ridiculous. Yeah. He's just a he's just a fun football player to watch. Like, <laughs> it's just yeah. so crazy. Like he's, a, like he's if, a tight end, really. So yeah. <laughs> so if you're just watching from fantasy football perspective, like honestly, Taysom Annoying is kind of an annoying football player. Right. But if you actually watch the games and you watch football, it's hard not to root for that guy. He is awesome. Yeah. Like it is he he can like he can literally do it all. Literally, <laughs> he literally do everything <laughs> and well. That, that's that's the thing, is, a and true it's crazy. jack Like of all trades, I, yeah. He, yeah. Like to, honestly, to me, he belongs. Like after his career is over, he belongs in the Hall of Fame. Like he's not gonna. No. He's, <laughs> we got to see what he does, but I he's not gonna. Saying. He's not gonna have the statistics anywhere in any. In he needs any, to be on a winning team. He, he needs to win a Super Bowl. Yeah, he has to be on a, i think a he Super needs. Bowl I think team. he needs to win a Super Bowl. I I, I agree with that. But uh, like, if Taysom Hill gets a Super Bowl ring, it's hard. Like I, he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame because he's that. Talented of a football player, like he can just do everything you ask him to do. Like he can. Well, let's watch him do he it. He, he's the best dude. gadget player. Wow. He lines. He lines up as a tight end and blocks defensive linemen. Yeah, he lines uh, up. Yeah, he lines up out wide and stays healthy. Runs, runs routes. Yep. He like he lines up as a quarterback and completes fifty yard passes. Dude, like l- runs so, like so, A, a major to this, running back. He lines up and blocks defensive linemen. And then they ask him to come in and replace Drew Brees, uh. <laughs> so that they can throw a long ball. Yeah. Like yeah. he's a special, special player. I agree. Um, I agree with is. that. So that—that's I, I like watching him. Yeah. Um But uh, this I, this game is gonna it's gonna be a lot. Like I don't like watching the Ravens. I really don't like watching the Ravens. You don't know players.
2: what you're gonna get. And I will say that Rashad even when they Ravens, score a lot
1: of points, it's not fun to watch. They're they're not a fun team to watch. But, I don't but, like
2: them. Look, Rashad Bateman um, is a key to that team. And without him on the field, they have scored significantly Um, less points and done uh, just significantly
1: worse on offense. And now he's out for the year. It would be criminal if we didn't talk about Mark Andrews. Um, Oh, and Mark Andrews being out, yeah. They have a bye coming up in Week 10, and Mark Andrews has been dealing with multiple injuries. Um, He left the game last week in the second quarter. And then... uh, as I would have predicted, Isaiah likely came in and was just a stud.
2: Uh, you did pre- predict that last week, actually. I did. You, you actually you said and that, and you said even if Andrews was uh, active, that I, you'd play him. And so, uh, good call, sir.
1: Anyway, so <laughs> and and oh, um, another thing I was really tickled by listening to some of the some other podcasts and stuff was that um, somebody who I really respect, Mike Clay. Uh, was was asked about Mark Andrews in and the situation and what would you do in a pivot situation? And his response is, "Well, your first, um, your best option is to pick up Isaiah Likely, <laughs> right. and that's exactly what I said. Was like, um, this is a unique situation.
0: They're listening to Ken. In that, um,
1: <laughs> this is a unique situation in the NFL. In that, like, you have a just premium tight end, and if he gets hurt." Just play the next guy, right? Literally, you just play the next guy, and because Isaiah Likely is that good, you know, he's he's that talented. And actually, what it, what it kind of made me think is that there's a cycle. There's been a life cycle on Baltimore tight ends for like the last ten years, and where you have a stud tight end, and then he's chugging along, and then he gets hurt. And then the next guy comes up because once upon a time, Mark Andrews was the next guy. Um, I, am trying to remember who he was playing, playing behind. I'm racking my
2: brain going, wait, who, but, but, yeah, I don't know.
1: but, but there's been like, if you look back, um, if you look back over the last 10 years, Baltimore has had multiple tight ends that were top five finishers. Like, uh, Todd heap comes to mind. <laughs> oh, um, he was good. He that's was going old school, he, though. That, that was, seems like a that's, long that's time years, ago. That's 10 years ago. But this is... How old are you, man? This is, <laughs> but this is, this is something that's been... But anyway, but this is something that's been Depends going on. It's the NFL exciting. Um, period, dude. <laughs> Doesn't matter when, uh, when it came out. Some teams just produce at, at positions at a higher, just a astronomically higher level than other teams. And if and, you're saying
2: with a particular coaching staff. Then I completely agree.
1: And well, throughout the Harbaugh era. Yeah. That,
2: and they, that's what I'm saying. And they've done that and throughout and, the Harbaugh era. They've instance, had excellent
1: yeah. tight ends. They've just drafted. And well also. Who was their GM. Or they just really their, used that their, tight end well, position. Their G, yeah. and the, well their GM is possibly the greatest GM. Or the greatest tight end of all time. Ozzie Newsom. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Like he, he knows a good tight end when he sees right. one. Anyway. Um, we have a question too when Oh that's yeah right uh, So I was Just to wrap that up mm-hmm. uh, Isaiah Likely I He is uh, I really think that he's so good Like if uh, He's gonna happen eventually Whether he's gonna be a star With the Ravens Because this pattern plays out And Mark Andrews Becomes somebody Who just gets worn down By injuries Or whatever or like Trade him
2: for value And, yeah.
1: and seeing and that's the thing Is like what's happened With these Ravens tight ends Is they've kind of They've blown up and they've become superstars in fantasy. And then before they even hit 30, they're not on the team anymore and they're not producing in the next place that they, they go. And I'm not saying that's going to happen to Mark Andrews. All I'm saying is like, it's happened to Baltimore Ravens tight ends for the last 10 to 15 years. So it's like it could happen. And Isaiah likely seems to be like the next guy.
2: And I hear you, but they've never had a tight end like Andrew. Before,
1: I so don't. I disagree with that. that. Like I disagree with that. All
2: right, moving on. He's not. <laughs> we
1: don't,
2: he's not, don't need to get into that. He's not Gronk <laughs> and he's not Kelsey.
0: So. So now we're at two questions. First question from one on YouTube. Uh, is M Hardman a good flex this week? No, no. They got new toys. They they just
1: got they picked up Kadarius Tony. Yeah, he, uh,
2: he's never a good flex. He's somebody that yeah. you can flex if you flex. need to. You yeah. know what I mean? And maybe you'll get lucky. Maybe it's the one and of this the is, two or three games a year where and this he is not goes a good off, matchup to do that. Yeah, that that's not what you, you want to do. You don't expect the Chiefs to need to but score you a whole if lot of you points. Have to.
1: Like you want to start him in a matchup where the defense, the, the opposing defense, doesn't have good pass coverage, and you expect they will be able to keep up with the Chiefs in points.
0: And we have neither of those situations going on this weekend. <laughs> Second question from What a Beze Metcalf, Allegier, or DuVernay as a Metcalf flex. Right. DK for sure.
2: Really? Wait, hold on. Metcalf. Yeah, he's DuVernay
1: or
0: Allegier.
2: <clears throat> wow.
1: If Cordero- I mean if- Metcalf is definitely so. If Patters, so uh, no. Hold on, hold on. Metcalf is is the quality
2: <laughs> of of the names there. Like he's the quality, but. Metcalf is going up against a really good matchup this week, or a really bad matchup, I should say, for
1: him. Um, it's actually not. No, Arizona. PFF actually says it's not. He's he's yeah. He's in a good matchup.
2: So the fact that Arizona against Arizona, the number one tight end has gotten shut down so many times because their the number quarterback one receiver. Is sort of, or yeah, sorry. Like, DK
1: not. They didn't shut down DK though. He scored against him and okay but he
0: scored he' he scored he didn't him. do great though oh, he wow. didn't go I'm, off I'm against gonna, him right like I'm look it up right now I, well, I would be
2: reluctant <laughs> to play DK
0: uh Gino's a lot better now than he was right than at well, that other time it was it wasn't that long ago that that's it's thing. only a couple weeks ago yeah right but I still feel like Gino's I'd better uh, Gino no,
1: actually no he did have a bad game against them that, that's what I'm saying the, the
2: Arizona was, yeah, trend was, is a thing yeah. Arizona is very good at shutting down right. the number one right You're receiver. right so I, think, I, I let me, but also you, that you might have Also, to Arizona PK?
1: didn't score in that game, so like yeah. It, it, so that it, makes a difference too. Yeah, you're yes. right. So if Arizona, like if Arizona's going to score in this game, which I expect them to do, like I think this is one of those like sneaky fantasy like, My big, games. My big thing is Tyler
2: Lockett. How's he going to do? Like it feels like now. Normally the you know number two wide receiver has a good good matchup against Arizona. Uh-huh. I would slam Tyler Lockett, but he's still getting back from that hamstring injury. And I just I don't think he's completely healthy yet. He wasn't last week, that's for sure. So, but where, the guy who's at, at
1: actually him? out this week is Marquise Goodwin. Wow, he's out too. Uh, yeah. So uh, I think it's they're gonna get work. Um, and yeah, and uh, actually, Lockett had a terrible game against the Cardinals too. He scored less points than DK did, and DK scored five and a half points. He was hurt though. Against the Cardinals? Yes. The, this is, is when that, his is hamstring is. Is that the game games. he got hurt? Yes.
2: Well, no, no. This is um, – he, he was trying to come back from his hamstring injury in that game.
3: Uh, yeah,
2: I, I remember because I was well, playing with DFS, brother. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I, I know for sure. Like, he was – he got hurt. He was trying to come back. He came back as a decoy. Didn't do well yeah. because he was hurt. But um, – um, so, for, for, um, for Lockett, to me, it's – if you feel he is healthy – Play him. He's going to have a great game. So what? what, Great game, but I don't think he is. It was
1: DK, Algier, and Duvernay. Um, And I. And And that's the thing is Algier. And and so. So I think that if Patterson doesn't play, if Cordell Patterson doesn't play, then uh, Tyler Algier has the highest floor, but I think that DK has the highest ceiling. So if you are projected to lose your matchup, I'd rather play DK, and if you're projected to win your matchup, I'd rather play Tyler Algier, but. You got to watch and make sure that um, Patterson is not going to play because if Patterson plays, then you definitely play DK. Yeah, I agree with that. Man,
2: God. Your team was so great last week. Like, why are you choosing between those three this week? Ah.
0: So, by NATO, oh, man. He's moving a, on, He's
2: by a, apocalypse. A, a yeah.
0: Moving on to the Thursday night game. The It's always fun to predict. Uh, we favorite. have uh, Atlanta Falcons at the Carolina Panthers. <laughs> the spread. try hard teams.
1: This was such a good game last week.
0: The spread's only minus one and a half. The over-under is 41 and a half. And if you're betting on the Falcons, minus 125. 41 and a
1: half over-under on a game. They just went, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And if you're
0: betting on the Panthers, plus 105.
1: They just scored 70 points combined. And you're going to give them an over-under of 41?
2: <laughs> because Vegas was like, that was a fluke. we all know that's not going to happen again. (laughs) I mean,
1: I I think, I think it's got to be like a Thursday night discount because like, there's just lower scoring games on Thursday night. We don't Uh, want Is that trend? Uh, Is that a theory? That is a trend. Yes. I I think I I, honestly, so teams hate it. The, Mm -hmm. the player, the players love it. I wish, I wish everybody would catch COVID again so we could see it on Tuesday too. Wednesday, (laughs) Friday. Yeah. Every day of the week football, but, um, the players, they hate it. Um, and it really seems like there's, like, I don't want to say dumbed down game plans, but it seems like the uh, the teams use the plan. Thursday night game as an opportunity to, like, ratchet things down and, like, get healthy if they need to get healthy and th- things like that. Take does a slower it, pace. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. they're yeah, not take as many chances on things.
0: Um and the it's like <laughs> an unspoken agreement and, we don't know about yeah, like yeah, like, yeah seriously let's just take it easy yeah you know,
1: I mean um but it seems like that because the the games just don't seem as like hard fought
0: you know what I mean I mean they should bring the that, rivalry Thursday back the best and, game so
1: far has been oh that's what that's what they should do and, all the Thursday night games should be division games
0: yeah. And and that we we would probably they, get better quality Thursday night games de- at that point. because
1: they you can't because you cannot just like, um, you can't mail it in for a division game. Yeah, they're so important. So yeah, I, I think that would probably help. Uh, we, we like obviously you don't want to watch all of the division matchups that are going to happen. So you're still going to have some duds here and there on Thursday night, like yeah. when they they match up Tennessee and Jacksonville on Thursday night. But um, overall, I think that would that would give us better games. Because you have to, like,
0: you know, you have to beat your division mm-hmm. opponents. Who do you think is going to win out of this Falcons and Panthers game?
3: Uh, it's only
0: minus one and a half.
1: I only. am going to take the Falcons in that game. Like, I don't feel super strongly about it, but I kind of like the Falcons. I think they're a solid team. I think I think they play they play smart football. They don't really beat themselves too much.
0: And as far as fantasy prospects
1: in this game, don't really want to talk about him too much in advance, but I imagine if Cordell or Patterson doesn't play this week, he'll definitely play in that one. So like that's happening. So the Tyler Algier and Caleb Huntley experience is coming to an end. Um, on the other side, like I am really, um, pay- going to be paying attention to Terrace Marshall this weekend for the Panthers and see what he does. Um, if he has another big game, um, because if he has another big game that'll be 3 in a row. Mm-hmm. Uh and DJ Moore. It's DJ Moore season. I I think I, you know, I I said this when when they were trading everybody away, it's like they don't they're not going to have a choice now. They're going to have to give him the ball. And they just look like a better team when they're trying to force DJ Moore the ball.
0: So that's it's difficult to pick, but Yeah, I like the Falcons. What about you, Brian? Do you have a fantasy favorite with this Falcons at the Panthers game?
2: I'm going to go ahead and take Atlanta.
0: You're going to take Atlanta?
2: I think it's a close game. I think it could be very much as good as the last one, but um, I'm going to take Atlanta here. Even though they're on the road, they just seem like the better team to me.
0: Very good. So now we're done with all that. Let's take a look at our questions that we have here going on. Oh, yeah. Uh, Let's see here. Eno Benjamin Hardman or Drake at Flex? Kenya Drake. <laughs> uh,
2: probably Eno Benjamin Benjamin there. Maybe Kenyon Drake. Yeah, one of those see. Two, um you're gonna have to wait till Sunday morning, unfortunately, because you're gonna have to wait and see what's going on with yeah. Connor.
1: If Connor plays, then I would rather start Drake. Uh and if Connor doesn't play, you start Benjamin. You can feel good about it too, because Seattle's a little soft on defense. Yep. Although Benjamin did not have a good game against them. Um yeah. But he's going to get the in Seattle, though. I, if you remember, we were excited about that. That was the first time Eno Benjamin yeah. was supposed to. It's like, okay, this is a smash start. Everybody's playing Benjamin everywhere. And then he just. And
2: then he sucked. And the yeah. next week, nobody played him. In and then the he was league, awesome. And then he went I, off. Yeah. yeah.
1: I played him in that one, though. I did, too. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: Any other questions?
0: That's it. We'll All
1: right, it's time for DFS. All and right, I get to my have favorite a, time of the night. I get at least to have the last three weeks. I get to have a shot.
2: <laughs> yeah, take a shot, sir. You got the low score of the week. I got the highest for the uh, third week in a row. I will just I will say for those of us uh, yeah, playing DFS, that we don't have a
1: wheel of shame. Yeah,
2: <laughs> those of us playing DFS last week was a weird week. Oh my goodness, what a high scoring Monster. week it was. Like uh, I scored about 160 to a little under 160 in my my cash lineup, and I didn't come close to to cashing. <laughs> like the the cash line was like 180, 185, or something crazy like that. Which the cash line is usually about 130. So weird week. If you didn't get the right players, sorry, because <laughs> man, the right players were just monstrous. Went off.
1: Yes, not having the right players really killed you this week all right so um should I lead us off because I keep losing or should you lead us off because you keep winning that's up to you guys I am ready either way all right I'll start us off
2: all right we're going cash to start
1: and yeah starting off with our cash lineup give me one second to, to load this I can read all the numbers at quarterback we've got Justin fields yeah at same fifty three hundred dollars. Is hard not to. Yeah, it's it's really hard not to. Um, the Dolphins are going to score points. He's going inter- to like even if he throws interceptions, they don't really hurt that much. Mm. He's just gonna he's gonna have to do a lot of work. He's his had...
2: his floor is very high.
1: Yeah, and le- let me look at this real quick because his rushing statistics over the last few games are are just insane. Um, let me see.
2: Yeah, um, you can tell they have figured out what works, and they're like, six, oh,
1: let's do this. Six straight games of 45 or more rushing yards and two straight games of having a rushing touchdown. Um, he's so just and, think and about Now, now, and now this is six this, to seven uh, points. I to just start with, by the way, we started out the year by um, killing them for how little they threw the ball. Mm-hmm. And now he's still not throwing the ball a ton, but he does have five consecutive games of more than 20 pass attempts. <laughs> That's something. And yeah, and it is. And actually, he's completing a fair amount of his passes. So he's he's not. He's like, I'm looking at it and he's completing 65% of his passes. So yeah, that's decent. He's playing well. I like him a lot. Anyway, uh, $5,300 seems like a steal. Um, at running back, for $6,300, we got Travis Etienne. Mm-hmm. Um, he looks like they're just giving him like Saquon level work. Oh yeah, like he's they're just, just like oh this is our guy. Yeah, yeah. he gets yep. he gets the ball a lot. It looks actually J- Josh Jacobs actually is what it looks like because mm-hmm. the Raiders just they pound Josh Jacobs a lot.
2: Yeah, but he looks way more explosive than Jacobs.
1: I don't know about that. I, don't, I wouldn't say that. Josh Jacobs mm-hmm. looks like shiftier. Like he looks faster than Josh Jacobs. Like a lot straight faster. straight line speed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, at. And then also a running back at $6,200. Somehow. I don't understand how he's still $6,200. monster Stevenson. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were going <laughs> to say my guy for $6,200, but uh, never mind. <laughs> oh, cool. Um, to uh, stack back against Travis Etienne, I've got Devontae Adams, um, who he was sick last week. Um, should make a comeback. Should make a comeback. He's in a really good matchup. Um, I like him a lot. $8,100 on Devontae. $5,900 and probably the steal of the weekend, I think, is Terry McLaurin. My boy. Uh, wide receiver. Um, and then finishing off my wide receivers, I've got Josh Palmer at $5,100. He's going to – and now if he plays, um, he might not play. And if he doesn't play, I'll just – I will pivot to DeAndre Carter. Okay. Um, But Josh – like if Josh Palmer plays, he's going to go off. I will um, say I'm
2: just I like I he's somebody that I seriously thought about but I'm just worried that um he's not going to be able, be able to handle the number one coverage. Like he's going to be the de facto number one good. on the team. And well the, and the Falcons
1: so I, aren't really scary. That's the thing. Is the Fal- <laughs> is the Falcons are not a scare so if uh, um I'd just be more interested if in if Keenan Allen had been playing he mm-hmm. Keenan Allen was in like the top 10 uh wide receiver versus cornerback matchups um, with Keenan Allen, not playing Josh Palmer should slide into that and get that coverage. And so now you are just, it?
2: you're just saying the secondary isn't anything to be afraid of. So no, let's and go. he's going to get the work. All right. right. Yeah, no, it's, um, that's a definitely a valid point.
1: Like he's not going to get as much work. I, I, I would be surprised if he had more targets than Austin Eckler. So it's not like he's going to get that kind of work. Austin, yeah, no. that, Austin Eckler is just going to be amazing. Um at tight end, the most I've got the most expensive tight end you can have mm-hmm. this weekend at 5100 dollars who that is. Playing Zach Ertz yep, ag- yep. against Seattle. Seattle is the dead last against tight ends in fantasy football this year. And then uh at on my flex, uh kind of easy. Seems like a free square this weekend is Dion uh Deion Jackson for fifty two hundred dollars. And then I'm going I'm scared to, to him. pair him. With my defense, and I'm going to select the Colts defense against okay. the Patriots. Yeah, not bad, not bad. That's Mckieish, and and back. how much was he?
2: Or what's the uh, Indy defense? The Indy defense was twenty seven hundred. Okay, so yeah. very cheap, but I actually
1: not the hate it. Of the I, I So I don't feel like there are any like smash defensive plays this weekend. No, um, the the higher end DraftKings. Um, buys, I didn't like it all. Like Miami's $3,800 and I feel terrible Ugh. about that. Yeah. I like, would never pay that. The bears just put up 30 on the Cowboys and the dolphins don't have a good defense and yeah. the bears are at home. Like they're like they're, I honestly, they feel they lost that game by 20, but they didn't on the field. They didn't look like a team that was losing mm. the game by 20. I agree. They look like a team that was having fun. They're figuring it out. They're going to play hard. Um, so yeah, I, I I don't I didn't like that at all. Um, I actually like almost it was hard not to just put the Jets in, at because yeah. the Jets at the stone minimum at two thousand, and they've played Josh Allen really tough. Yeah. They're at home, but
2: yeah, I I didn't start the Jets either, but they were definitely a consideration. I would I, I I went with uh, the Carolina Panthers 2300
1: twenty three hundred only twenty three hundred, so one.
2: it's just three hundred more. But when I'm building my lineup, like I put Carolina in there first, and I'm like, okay, if there's anywhere I need three hundred dollars more, I can just jump in the Jets and and play the Jets. So Uh, they were definitely in consideration.
1: Like the middle ones seemed all bad this this week, and and the high end ones just didn't seem worth it. Yeah, so you go low. Maybe New England. If you're going to spend up, maybe New England. That would be the only
2: one. So my my uh, cash lineup, I went with Justin Fields as well. I mean, just for all the reasons he said, like that's the way to go. Um, just a very very high floor. Uh, Austin Eckler is going to be amazing this week. So I mean, you, I uh, agree. Cash lineup, he's a he's a slam dunk in my opinion. I definitely started him. Uh, Etn, uh, I agree with Ken on that one. Like my God, he's going to have a great week. Like. He, he looks so good. He looks like he has so much juice, and he is at home against a bad defense. So, mm, love it. Um, wide receiver. Um, McLaurin, again, I think is a smash, and, you know, can help me out with that one, even though I've been the McLaurin lover forever. <laughs> <clears throat>
3: um,
2: and uh, I went with D. Hopkins as my other. Um, bit of a tough matchup, but, man, he's just going to get the ball. I feel like he's guaranteed fifteen to twenty points as a
1: floor. <sighs> I've got a pending trade for him right now in our yeah. league of record, well, and so actually, I'd like to. You know, what, what do you think? I offered um, Jamar Chase and Mark Andrews for Aaron Jones and DeAndre Hopkins. Oh yeah, no,
2: I I like your trade. Like it's pending. Like they accepted?
1: No, not, y- not oh, yet. Oh, okay,
2: okay. I no. was like, man, man. You're you're trading trading away your two wounded warriors for, for two fantastic warriors. You <laughs> well, know? Like, is, oh. Hopkins know. is a
1: thirty year old receiver who who didn't he's going to this
2: year. year. Yeah. He's going to be good. Anyway, all right. So I, I went with Hopkins, and um, for my third receiver, I went with Khalif Raymond. Saving um, some money. Saving some money. He's only 4000 And you like, said
1: you had Austin Eckler in your lineup. I was waiting for this. I was yeah. waiting for this. Where, where are you saving? Where is yeah. the
2: savings? And, and that's the guy right there. Well, him and uh, Evan Ingram as my tight end. Evan Ingram for 3300 at tight end seems a bit of a steal this week against uh, Las Vegas.
1: And now you're um, not worried about starting a tight end and a running back on the same team in your cash lineup?
2: Not, not a running back and tight end, no. Okay. You know what I mean? Like... um you you don't want to get too much past that, but your your tight end, especially in this circumstance where you're only paying thirty three hundred, you're trying to get ten points out of him. He shouldn't be
1: thirty-three hundred.
2: Right. Yeah. Wh- which which is the point. You're you're trying to get ten points out of him. And I think that's that's <clears throat> a really high likelihood there. And ETN at only sixty three hundred, you're basically trying to get nineteen points out of him. And I think that's a highly yeah. you know what I mean? This is a cash lineup. Now if this was a, I'm just I'm only saying because they're the same team. I I, and I completely agree, and I, I thought about that. And if this was a tournament lineup, I probably wouldn't do this unless I had Tra- Trevor Lawrence as the the quarterback. And I thought and you were that, stacking. Yes, yeah. I'm just stacking it right. up. But because it's a cash lineup, I'm just going for what I think the sure things are, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I like it. Mm-hmm. And then for my flex, I was able to afford Ken Walker at 6,200. So I think Walker is uh, oh. better than your. Wait, who, who's your? Or Andre Yeah, I, I, I like Walker. Oh, better can we, than can we put that St. up this week. Yes, that is. Yes, we need a bet this week. I love it. <laughs> right, I'm put that on the board. <laughs> yes, I got and it. And then uh, Carolina is my defense there. So uh, there you go. That's the winning lineup.
0: Uh, that's the
2: winning lineup. He says. <laughs> well, th- the last three weeks. I'm just saying.
0: So after our DraftKings segment, we do have two viewer um, insights or questions, however you want to put it. Right on. But let's get through the segment. So my lineup, and uh, uh, Brian is beating me on points, but we're tied on uh, weeks. Wins, yeah. uh, wins throughout the week. So here, here we go. My uh, cash game DraftKings lineup, I'm going with Geno Smith um, for fifty eight hundred bucks. I thought that was pretty decent. Um, I'm going with Mixon from Cincinnati. Mostert from Miami. Um, I try to save some money and threw somebody out there, and hopefully he produces, but I'm going with Dobbs from Green Bay. Okay. I like uh, that one. McLaurin. Uh, what
2: was the price on Dobbs? So
0: we're all on McLaurin this 5,300. week.
2: 5300 hundred. Fifty-three. Okay. Everybody Everybody loves McLaurin right on.
0: Samuel for Washington. Uh, my <laughs> tight end, I went with Ertz. And Higgins from Cincinnati with... Of uh, the Falcons defense I, again like we were never really on like the same page as for like um, uh, uh, defenses this year okay so um, we're gonna go ahead and snake this and I'll go straight into my tournament a yeah. lineup let me make sure I pick the right one here because I accidentally inputted an extra tournament um, let's see here For my tournament lineup, I'm going with the Jacksonville and Las Vegas game here. So uh, tournament, I'm going with uh, Lawrence for Jacksonville. It's ETN for my running back, Jacobs. Higgins, I needed to throw somebody else out there. Um, Higgins from Cincinnati. Um, Kirk from Jacksonville. Again, another another person I needed to throw out there from another game was Washington, uh, McLaurin. And then back to uh, Jacksonville with Ingram. Uh, my flex I'm going with more and my defense chargers. Which more? Uh D-more. D more. DJ. DJ. Yeah. From Carolina. So that is my tournament lineup. And what was your defense? Uh the Chargers. For okay. thirty four hundred. Okay. Um, of the defenses, I I feel like maybe you know, Atlanta might not produce on that, make oh, some mistakes. Yeah.
1: There's a world where that happens for sure. And, and
2: for 3400 that's the big thing. Like San, uh, San Diego, L.A. is a good defense. Uh, the Clippers. <laughs> in, in this, uh, yeah, the Clippers. In, in this situation. But, um, yeah. 3400 seems a little high, but if you end up with the extra cash, hey, why not? All right. So tournament entry, I'm going to go with... Heineke, Taylor Heineke. Now, here's the thing.
1: <laughs> I know.
2: It's okay. I know. I know. Well, here, sorry, let me, let me just throw this. What's in. he cost? Uh, dollars $5,400. 5, so, so
1: for $5,400, $5, well, what he needs is 250 yards and three touchdowns. Right. That's what you need.
2: And last week, he got 23.1 fantasy points, which is right around what we need. Close. And that was versus Indy. He's got a better. If
1: he'd had another touchdown in that game, that that would have paid off yeah. for tournament. Yeah, for sure. Um,
2: he's going to be behind, I think, uh-huh. uh, I playing against Minnesota. Here. I don't. I'm not making
1: fun of this at all. Right? We're
2: we're, we're all like, uh, we all think that McLaurin is a good start, mm-hmm. and so of course I'm stacking him with McLaurin. You know what I mean? But um, I don't. Uh, for the for that price and for a tournament lineup where you're just shooting for the stars, I think he can hit three hundred and three. And if he does that, then I've got a chance to win this tournament. So that's what I'm going for. Um, ETN, again, I went with because it just seems like such an an obvious start there. Um, Raheem Mostert, uh, I think that Miami is going to score a bunch of points. It's just a matter of how. And I think Mostert is one of the three top weapons to hit it. I think those two wide receivers, uh, Hill and Waddle, are your main two weapons. But uh, I think everybody, everyone knows about that. And uh, Mostert has a, like, Chicago was the 29th best yeah. <laughs> uh, rushing defense. And, so. and Pollard just, Pollard ripped them up. Exactly. Yeah. So Mostert, you know, the track star, like, he should do well as well. I agree. Uh, wide receiver. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and go with uh, Devontae Adams here. I think Adams is going to come back. Uh, strong this week i think he's a good comeback against etn in this uh what i think is going to be a high scoring matchup here um i went ahead and went with justin jefferson i had a little bit of cash to spend and i think jefferson is in one of those matchups that like he can just score a lot of points um you know and mclaurin's on the other side so hopefully that's what's happening Um, we've got, uh, Evan Ingram in there at a tight end. I just think at 3,300, he's just the bargain tight end this week. It's just, it's, it's hard to avoid him. Um, and Khalif Raymond again, like for 4,000, like, Almost what I, He's what I consider a guaranteed 10 points. Now. I'm
1: watching him now.
2: He's guaranteed 10 now. points this week. And it's just like, All right. well, I'm going to take that. We'll, you know? see. So, we'll see. And then uh, Carolina defense once again because they are cheap as heck. And um, they're going to score some points against Cincinnati. <clears throat> so there
1: you go. I like it. All right. And uh, my tournament lineup, we're going to stack in the Green Bay-Detroit game. And now that Aaron Rodgers is off of my roster (laughs) in our league. Now he's going to go off. Now is the game where he's going to go off. And so I'm going to play Aaron Rodgers for $5,900, which seems crazy. $5,900 for Aaron Rodgers against Detroit. I agree. Sign me up. Um, His main weapon is going to be Aaron Jones. So I'm going to play Aaron Jones at $7,400 at running back. I'm also going to play Jamal Williams to stack back against them for $5,900. Uh, the Green Bay. We brought this up earlier. The Green Bay Packers are actually really bad against the run. Um, the If the Lions get inside uh, the 10 yard line, um, you can expect that Jamal Williams is going to be the one who scores the touchdown.
2: Now, um, let me just interrupt right here. Like, usually, this is not a strategy you want to do. You do not want to have two running backs in the same game. Um, that's that's a very low percentage play usually. But there are huge exceptions. Aaron, and
1: Aaron Jones is a. Like,
2: right. So when you have those pass catching games. running backs, like there are definitely exceptions for the, this rule, but you should know this rule. Mm-hmm. Uh, do not play the same, you know, running backs from opposite teams in the same game. Unless you have a real reason not to,
1: there's there are yeah or or two. There are there are situations where it comes up where you want to play both running backs. But eighty five to ninety percent of the time you don't. Derrick Henry and Damian Pierce were a really good pair against each other. Right. Um. Anyway, um. And Jamal Williams is also a steal at fifty nine hundred dollars for a running back that you expect to get you know um probably fifteen to twenty touches at least. Uh, At wide receiver. Um, I've got Justin Jefferson at eighty six hundred dollars. I've calf. got Drake London <laughs> at forty nine hundred dollars, and I've got Josh Palmer at fifty one hundred dollars. All right, so he's got Cleve Raymond in both of his lineups, and I've got I Josh. Do. And I've got Josh Palmer in both yep. of mine. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just saying <laughs> Khalif
2: Raymond is fifty one hundred.
1: Uh, or I'm sorry, Palmer's, uh, Palmer's 51.
2: fifty-one and Cleef is four thousand. So yeah, so you know.
1: well, yeah, so like in in a cash, like it's fifteen points versus twelve, and in and in, in the tournament, it's twenty versus thirty.
2: And it makes a difference so. in the savings as to like who can I get in versus other places. So.
1: yeah, I'd, I'd. Um, <clears throat> yeah, uh, interesting pivot point. Yeah, so what the difference here is that you spent up on two receivers. Um, Yes. And I did not. I I spread out um, my cash in um, my running backs and uh, my tight end, I guess. Because at tight end, I've got the guy that I'm actually pairing with Aaron Rodgers, which is this feels so weird, um, is Robert Tunyon. Um, His matchup is excellent. Um, He has been Aaron Rodgers' favorite target Mm -hmm. when he seems to get in trouble. And the Lions are just bad.
2: He's the only target that knows where he's supposed to be. <laughs> and, and catches the ball when right? you throw it to him.
1: So, yeah. So that full stack is uh, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Jones, and Robert Tunyon. And then bringing it back with Jamal Williams on the other side. Because I actually don't feel very confident in any of the Lions. I, coach, I love so it. Because
2: it's hilarious that I was going to go with uh, with uh, Trevor Lawrence, ETN, and then uh, and the tight end and I was just like oh I can't do
3: it yeah <laughs> but yeah I but
2: I did it yeah. yeah no and and when you're doing that that weird quarterback pairing like that's one of those that you mm-hmm. that not many people think of that can really go off yeah well it you. could it uh, really it, pay it's off. a it's definitely a
1: tournament lineup not a cash yep but mm. uh, and then at flex for sixty one hundred dollars I've got Raheem Mostert love it and also the Panthers defense at twenty three hundred dollars <laughs> there you that go finishes off my My lineup. And
0: to the comments then, huh? I've yeah, yeah. All right. So we have uh let's see here. Juan wants to know, uh Eno Benjamin Hardman Drake at Flex. Yeah, we we went through that one already. Oh (coughs) what the heck? Did we? Okay. Yeah we did. Kenyan Drake. Okay, so let's go over here. Um Ethan, I think who was a first time viewer. Uh what's up, buddy? Let's see here. Let me scroll up a little bit. Uh, I was offered Dante Foreman and DPJ for K-9 and Devonte Smith. Do I accept?
1: Wait, who? I'm sorry, what?
0: I was offered Dante Foreman and DPJ for, for K-9 and Devonte Smith. Do I accept? DPJ? i if not, dude. You know. you Donovan la- Peoples-Jones. Oh, okay. thank you. Um, thank
2: God, wow. Wow. Uh, yeah, that's, F- that's an odd name to be putting in an initial Deonte
1: Deontay <laughs>
0: Foreman and Donovan Peoples-Jones for, okay. I'm sorry, what was the other side? K-9 and Devontae Smith. K-9. They straight up put K-9. Um, so if you can give us a little bit more clarification on that, Ethan. Um,
2: yeah, we're struggling here. K-9. Uh,
0: Jack Terrace, what do we do? Ken Walker
1: wears number nine. And I wouldn't, and I wouldn't give up Ken Walker. So if it's Ken Walker, I say no. That makes
2: sense.
0: So Jack Terrace, what do we think of? Deshaun... He wears number nine, right? Ken Walker. I, I, dude,
2: <laughs> sorry. Go ahead, Ray. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: so uh, let's see here. Um, Jack Terrace wants to know what do we think of Deshaun Jackson with the Ravens, <laughs> with all the injuries? I happening? think that's gonna be um, the
1: most popular, like, showdown DFS play. On Monday night uh, is going to be like every every single person is going to have Deshaun Jackson in their lineup, and you shouldn't, and you, yeah, you no. shouldn't. Like, and then, he, uh, he
2: is a complete decoy. He's going to be the the <laughs> guy running downfield. He's going to be lots getting lots the of word, cardio yards.
1: The word on but, the street is is he still got it. Like, and I mean, he can run fast. Yes, that, that's what he can he, do. He can run fast. He he can run fast, and he does catch the ball. Like. Deshaun Jackson is one of the most annoying players of all time to me. Like, his, <laughs> and mostly because he's an Eagle, um, but it's, he's from California. I was uh, gonna say,
2: he's in everything. He's, he's been on every team by now. He's from
1: here. He went to Cal, um, and he's been in the league for for forever. And he just this is what he does. He's like, he shows up and he's gonna score. Just
2: you guess the week.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You guess the week, but he like he will. He's gonna. There's gonna be an electrifying highlight from Deshaun Jackson. He'll he'll have a good matchup. Two touchdowns and 120 yards, and And then then
2: do nothing the rest of the year. Yeah,
1: it's kind of like Mariah Carey in in the holiday season. You know, he's gonna be around for a little while, and then you just put him away. (laughs) So uh, forget about him uh,
0: until next year, and he'll pop up again. And Ethan Hartman did say Kenneth Walker. Hey. Uh, <laughs> so no, I would not trade Kenneth Walker. No. I would not. Oh, no, sir. No. And then Walker's back to Jack, amazing. he wants to, to clarify that he's got to buy Magaddin, this week. Buy, oh, Mageddon. buy Mageddon Yeah, yeah. This week in a 14 you, team league. You can do and, be, you can do better
1: than that. In like, a 14 team league. If, so if you're so I, I understand if you're desperate, um like I I totally get that like you need to make a start this week, but I would rather
0: take a zero than take a bad trade. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I'll just finish this comment off. I, I think you answered it, but I will finish this comment off. It's a 14-team league, and trades fell through. Picked up li- uh, likely, um, which might maybe it means mm-hmm. likely. And Jackson, New Orleans have shut down tight ends all year. Should I risk it for the biscuit with Jackson? <clears throat> uh,
1: ja- Lamar Jackson? Jackson is a tight end. I'm- He's not talking about – Juwan Johnson maybe? Like is he talking about um,
0: the New Orleans tight end? And to clarify, we are from California, Jessica. I think that might be uh, Jessica's. I think a new YouTube uh, viewer as well. So we are from California. Um. <clears throat> so, um. Do we have a clarifying question for Jack? Is that what we're trying to do here? We're trying to figure out what he's. What he, yeah. Can you which re- Jackson? Can, um, can you read Deshaun, re- baby? Oh,
1: Deshaun Jackson. Deshaun Jackson. Okay. Yeah, I would rather do that. So I would much rather play Deshaun Jackson on Monday night than accept a bad trade. Yep.
0: And that's it. We're all caught up with the chat.
1: Um, yeah. That those those situations do suck, though. Um, I you know. But
2: unless you're, I was in that situation last year. Must win
1: if you're three and five or something like
2: that, and you you have a real option like maybe you know what I mean. But man, I, I just I'd hate to do it. I, I i agree i think you just take the the long-term value and move on there but it's and uh, it could yeah. be tough if you're and in it, a bad position
1: in a fort and also you're in a 14 team league so yep. it, it really depends it really depends on your record because you
0: can um you can lose more games in that league and still make the playoffs yep. so ethan in another league was offered saquon barkley and tyler boyd for derrick henry I saw Derek's Ooh, playoff scheduled, and it took that's great. That's a really
1: interesting trade. My
0: running backs are Derek, Joe Mixon, and Brian Robinson, and Tony Pollard.
1: So he would. So he'd have Saquon. Uh, yeah, um, I think I'd do it. I think I would do it too. Yeah, I like it because, like Saquon and Derek Henry are almost equal. Like I think I would, I think you probably have to put Derrick Henry above Saquon just because of the limited, just because of, of the
2: ceiling. Like when when Derrick Henry goes
1: off, he goes off. But Barkley, I, see, I like, would, see, what I would say is that I, I think their ceilings are equal. I think the likelihood of Derrick Henry hitting his ceiling on a week to week basis is higher than Saquon Barkley's. That because of. You know that they have nothing else. You know that they're just going to give the ball to Derrick Henry over and over and over and over again. Whereas Which the Giants is an
2: asset and a liability.
1: If you watch the Giants this year, like um, they're that's not what they're doing with Saquon. He is getting the ball a good amount of times, but it's it seems very um, planned out how many times he gets the ball. And they are asking like Saquon Barkley is the best player on their offense, but they're asking Daniel Jones. To win the game, and in Tennessee, they're asking Derrick Henry to win right. the game. They're they're just giving him the ball and saying. So hey, it seems need like
2: you... the trade is basically Henry for Barkley. Would you but, do that? And
1: you well, know, you're ta- so that's the thing is. And, that, so, and I think I would. I, I, well, I
2: think I like rest of season. If I I don't think, I think I, I'd straight, take straight straight
1: up. Or... I don't think I would do that. But you're telling me I also get Tyler Boyd while Jamar Chase is out. Right. That's the and that's the out kicker. For a while. That's the kicker for yeah. me, and and you don't. Yeah, so I, I think it, I think it's a good deal because you're gonna you're getting pretty much a wash at running back and a starting wide receiver
0: for the next for couple at least weeks.
1: four weeks. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I'd take it.
1: Mm-hmm. I'd do it.
0: I, so we're all caught up in comments. I think uh, for you guys, just a good reminder: you can check us out on um, <clears throat> you know all your podcast platforms, Fantasy Football Theories, Facebook fantasy football theories and um i'm cloud adjuster and all platforms and ken i am ken against the clock on instagram and mr goodbet on twitter and brian's brian we'll get him on the social media thing. social soon. media sucks. Uh, yeah if you go to our facebook actually if you go to our facebook page you
1: can get brian's address and you can mail him a letter <laughs> he's accepting smoke
0: signals currently yes
2: um, so. You send it in the mail Maybe I'll get Are it Are you still looking you For a send pen? an
1: email There's no way Are you still looking For a new pen pal <laughs> D-
0: Dottie passed away Right <laughs> yeah, Anyone from across the ocean Alright guys We'll see you next week Remember at the 7 o'clock hour That's when we try to Hit it up Sometime between 7 and 8 On Friday nights Alright you guys Peace out Thanks a lot
1: See ya Crushing